This is a government that the founding fathers said whenever a government fails to guarantee life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that government either needs to be reformed or abolished. Now, when are you going to stand up? Because you don't have the juice to reform it. It has to be abolished and something new and better set in its place that the poor and the weak and the hungry and the lame and the homeless will find refuge in a government that really is a government of the people, by the people and for the people. And that's why my sister said, you all got to take your government back because it's been taken from you by a group of smart, crooked, industrialist bankers. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But if you don't have the testicular fortitude to say what needs to be said, then sit down and stop trying to say you speak for our people and the hurt of the poor. That was Minister Louis Farrakhan. For all of you that don't know, I don't listen to him often, but that that shit was fire. <laughs> Tell him, man. That was uh, quite interesting. I love yeah. it a lot. Speaking some words uh, that definitely uh, might need to be heard about this time. Yeah, and I think he was speaking at a church, but I don't play this for any religious reasons. This is a message that matters to me. I don't care where, they, where the message is heard or where it's given. That's all that matters. Uh, welcome to a lot about nothing. We're talking about everything, but in the end, it means nothing. I never told you what that really means. I probably won't. You'll figure it out. <laughs> just, just, just take, make it up for yourself. Maybe one day. But um, we're almost done. We're almost done. Um, we're almost at the end of season three. If you haven't seen the pattern by now, every 10 episodes, we consider a quote unquote season. season yeah. So we're at what's it, this is episode 19. Mm. So after episode 20, we're going to take a two week hiatus. Go back to the drawing board, you know, bring you some new stuff. Bring you some uh, structure, maybe, probably not. Uh, <laughs> bring you some new material, you know what I mean? Because we care. We care. We care. And I seen y'all fuck with Praxi, or them numbers shot up. That's beautiful. <laughs> maybe I'll have a Mac one of these days. But I guess y'all like music. <laughs> I have a couple couple people that I know that I could do an interview with. Okay, I have man. one in mind. I have one in mind. And you know what? I think next next time we should like start scheduling the guests like ahead of time. Agreed. Yeah, I like that better. <laughs> um, I'm all right. I'll do it next season because I was going to start going by my moniker, but I'll give you out of government two more times. There you go. All right, <laughs> you want to get it twice? There you go. <laughs> two more times. Oh, uh, this is Chris. I'm here with the OG crew. <laughs> no guests today. Just the OG crew. Oh, we got my man's Trey on the left. How's it going, y'all? It's a pleasure. We got Shell on the right. Hey, Shell. We got Big Ed. Ed. Uh huh, Daddy. Big. Ed. You can't, yeah, you can't say that. We Ed. Creepy. All right. Name, You're nobody's name. daddy here. You're a father. Yeah, man. Ed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Creepy. Get it together. <laughs> I'm that daddy. <laughs> you don't Creepy. pull the mic. Oh, my God. Creepy as heck. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. See, I, I should never send them the notes. Nope. <laughs> I'm making that happen. The episode notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, I'm cutting that off in post. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> 
And why y'all hating on the quiet storm? Oh. All right. All right. Relax. Relax. <laughs> uh, thank you all for joining us again. Um, I was super stoked because the other day I was just thinking, oh, shit, I have a podcast. It just kind of hit me because I just been coming here because <laughs> I was just doing it just for the sake of doing it. But then it finally hit me like, oh, snap. I got to do this. Like, I finally did it because it's something I've always wanted to do. And we're almost at 20 episodes, which is small. Because Joe Rogan got a thousand, like a billion yeah, they, episodes. But I mean, he he can afford and has the time. That's true to do that. Yeah. Like he do, he could do like every two, three days if he wanted to. Like he has the time to do that. You know. Plus he's, he's Joe Rogan for like eleven. Years. Yeah, he's been doing it forever. <laughs> so, like he has the time to do it. Yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah, man. All right, uh, Young Trizzy, you got the IQ. Indeed, I do. I'm quite excited for this one. Interesting question. Time. Indeed. So. um this one specifically was uh, like I've, I've heard it. Um, well, I heard an interview and uh, they were asking. He was a guy asking like his group of friends and he was like, hey, you know, I've been thinking about this. and I hear it a lot from people who are talking to the black community. And the question is, are and do black people play the victim hmm. in America? That is an interesting question. Right. Do they play the victim? Do they play the victim? And like, I have my own answer to the question because hmm. uh, when I heard it, I was like, wow, that is a very interesting thing to say. But, um, you know, I, d- I definitely thought about it for a while and I, I got my own answer, but I want to hear hmm. you guys' opinion on that. Do they play the victim? Do we, yeah. Do, do we play the victim? Well, how could you play the victim when you are the victim? Thank you. That was exactly what I was going to say. That's a- if you get beat at home and you report it. <laughs> I got beat at home. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, got, I got to be a hell of an actor. I think it's, it goes, I have a philosophy when okay. it comes to pain. When it comes to pain and hurt, I, my philosophy is you can, someone, if someone hits you, yeah. you're the one feeling the pain. Yeah. So like, you'll remember that forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the person doing the hitting is like, what? Are you sure Are you I did sure? that? Yeah. Was that so, me? Yeah. Was that me? Yeah. So like, that's my philosophy for like, even like doesn't have to be physical. It could be words or whatever. Yeah. So I think for like black people, that's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel. Well, I feel like black people have been more mental victims than it's physical. Obviously now it's more mental. Back in the day it was physical. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like there we're more mental victims and more systematic victims. It's like PTSD than, victims. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah, now yeah. on that note, what do you have to say to like some of the more notable people like Morgan Freeman or um, I think some people were like using Anthony Mackie too where the when they talk about racism, they say like, well, if we want to get over racism, we just got to stop talking about it. We have to stop letting it be at the forefront of every main issue that we talk about. Or we got to stop letting it be the issue when we're on the news. What do you what is your answer to people who say that, that we need to just stop talking about it okay, and not make it such a big thing? So this is my thing. And I don't want us to come across as being wrong, but it goes back to something that um, we're going to talk about later. Mm hmm. When you reach a certain point in life, whether it's mentally, financially, whatever, things beneath you are not as affecting to you as they used to be. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I just called to get my house cleaned because I was on the bathroom. I was in the bathroom. Look at the, the, the shower. I'm like, damn. That shower looking dirty. Mm. Let me get it cleaned. Mm. I just called her. I'm like, hey, can you come next week? But like, if I didn't have that financial stability, mm. thank you, I <laughs> definitely wouldn't be thinking like that. I'll be like, man, I got to go in there and clean that shower. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mm-hmm. But 
Yeah, if I was living in a mansion in LA, right, or Iowa, or wherever these people live, yeah. and in my mansion, I'm not seeing all these victims. Right, I see it on TV, and that's if I looked at TV. That's true. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just me hearing people talk about it. It is a f- big difference, and it's a big difference because I have personally been a victim of police like stereotype and mm-hmm. and, and and you know racial yeah. profiling. Profile, I've yeah. been a victim, and I'm talking about at this age, yeah, <laughs> and younger. So it's not like I'm going. Well, I was younger. I was stupid. I was speeding. Yeah, but did they really have to call me a black bitch? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, was that called for? But yeah, at yeah, the yeah. time, I'm just a. a I was a kid. I didn't know any different. I just figured that's what they could do. Mm. Now that I'm older and I'm called a nigga bitch, oh, I was man. like, wait a minute. <laughs> There's a pattern, a pattern here, here. goddammit. <laughs> Hold on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just you have to be in it to experience it. Mm. And then you can go, I see it. But like I said, I mean, as simple as something like house cleaning, it's, it's not, I'm not thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Because I just have someone else doing it. And it's something that I think when you reach a certain point, certain things are irrelevant to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't say irrelevant. Is- I would say, I think, well, on that note, sorry, like because I feel that, but not irrelevant, more that we we know there is a way to like handle that inconvenience while simultaneously yeah, yeah. being able to do other things. Yeah, now, yeah. We don't have to focus on yeah. that. There's a way to do it. We have the technology. <laughs> Dude, Morgan Freeman's out there playing God. He's, All right. He's not, he's yeah. not thinking about um, the black victims like he should. Yeah. That's fair. Seems like the problems of the the problems of the common man mm-hmm. aren't really that noticeable to those in like the mm-hmm. higher echelon. And I mean, they're actors. They're not that high, but they're higher than us. They're higher than us. They get paid twenty million to yeah. go act. Yeah. You yeah. know, they're higher than us. I feel so that. that's that's what matters. And I, I guess. Yeah, I see your point, Shell. What do you think, Ed? Um, I kind of, I, I try to always, you know, see both points of view and I understand a lot of stuff on almost a simple level when you've been fighting so long as, you know, our old heads have done and now we're becoming old heads. You just chalk that up to the game. Mm. Racism is a position of power. And I'm quite sure if you've been sitting around this world dealing with this crap for 40, 50 years, we don't have a fire like the youth. Uh, we have the embers. Mm-hmm. You hit us the right way and it lighted to a flame. <laughs> Too hot. And don't don't confuse for a minute. Embers burn. Yeah. Okay, embers burn. There's heat on them. Yeah. But right now, we're letting the youth handle this. And every generation, it's up to the youth to make that, to be the foot troops out there doing that battle. Outside of that, when you battled so long in almost anything you do, whether it's job, work, sports, whatever, you learn the game. Mm. And you chop that up as a part of the game. See, a lot of them is brand new. Yeah. Nothing more shocking than the first time a person get called nigger. Mm-hmm. But you throw in about 30 years of nigger, you start to look past that crap going, all right, racism, position of power. I don't even care about that word. Let me dig into what you're trying to do to destroy my income, my life, my family. That's what you're about to get hit on. Mm-hmm. You're going to get hit on that shit. But I don't I don't think that stopping, stop talking about it or mm-hmm. not talking about it is going to make it go, go. away. Uh-huh. If I have a sore on my side, that shit hurts every day. Uh-huh. Just not thinking about it is not going to make it go away. Squeaky will. You feel me? Squeaky will. It gets changed. Yeah. I'm going to lie. You have to change it somehow. So yeah. we have to keep talking about it. Now, Even I'll, if we want to chalk it up to the game, mm-hmm. the game changes all the time. But racism stays though. the same. Take this as in perspective that when they're out there doing the jobs, and every, they are a brand. Mm. 
when they make a comment, it might not. When they make a comment, it might not be coming from the heart. Yeah. In the sense that you Wait, know, some of them, they? let's say Morgan Freeman or something like that, mm-hmm. you know, that might impact him getting another movie. We don't know. Right, I don't, right, I don't right, know. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, unless you're a thug rapper, you get out there and say a shit fuck damn every day and you're associated with shit fuck damn, do you know where you stand? That's why we can't tell everyone about this podcast. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I'm just saying. I, I guarantee. I guarantee. In about two, three, four, five years when you bust out and you handling shit and you got sponsors, you best believe me saying shit fuck damn, you're going to be like, yo, chill on that. No, not really. <laughs> no, if they fuck with but, our brand, it, it wouldn't yeah. matter. But that's what. But basically, if you tr- if you ever try to cross over, then yeah. we got to control what's coming out of our mouth. And that's just yeah. right. Right yeah. now, when you're young and you coming up and you start a new business or industry, and it's all your finance, mm-hmm. we call that in business. We call that agility. Right. You got agility. You can change, swap, do, do whatever the hell you want. You want yeah. Because that's your dollar bill. You don't give a fuck. We chalk it up to the game. Yeah. But once you start taking money from those investors, and they yeah. say. Uh, yeah, each time you do a podcast, you need to have a white person there. <laughs> I mean, I fuck you yeah. best believe. Pepsi Becky, was like, Becky coming in this door. If Pepsi <laughs> was like, y'all can't custom, I'd be like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, gosh darn it. At the same time, you want to say you're racist bastards, but you're like, yo, man, y'all need to chill on how y'all talk. <laughs> y'all need to chill on how y'all talk. Brownies. <laughs> oh, you fiend. Shoot. Be a whole different podcast. Yes. Let, let that income stream. That's why I said I can't hate on them, but for, that's why this battle's up to the youth. Yeah. They're the troops. Get out there and make that shit happen. Why? Once you start getting locked down with age and you've been beat down with battle fatigue and all of that, your attitude started to change. Chalk it up to the game. I feel you. I agree with you, Ed. What's your answer, Trey? Did you give it? I don't agree that you don't talk into the mic, though. You can pull no, it I'm not gonna, <laughs> I know has, when I talk close, my voice is really loud. No, no, the uh, arm has swivels. I got you. Okay. I'll tell you. Swivel it towards Okay, towards I'm bringing it up. There you go. Go ahead. So my answer for it, um, it's kind of like a, a reiterate the question. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of forgot. <laughs> no worries. Uh, again, the question is, uh, what do you say to the people who? Oh, yeah, play victim. Maybe. Yeah, what do you say to the people who complain that we or that black people play the victim right. to the situation? And uh, then a follow up was, what about the celebrities who always complain? And sorry, I shouldn't say complain, but make note that the way to get rid of racism is to stop talking about it or stop bringing attention to it. Um, my answer on it, um, like I said, it's kind of an amalgam of everything you guys said. It's it's impossible to play the victim if you are actively being the victim. Yeah. You know, we're not playing anything. We're not mm-hmm. acting like we're a victim. We were actively a victim for 400 years mm-hmm. or then a victim for another 100 years and are still being victim. Like we are they're making us a victim. The system was built so that we are the victims at all times. And because we are the victims at all times, we can't, we're not acting like this is happening. <laughs> this is real life. Like, you know, like we, we got the technology to start recording police brutality and people are still saying, yeah, you guys are playing the victim, except I legitimately have a compilation video of From five dozen you know, yeah, examples right? yeah. of police literally brutalizing us. Currently, I could then go back like every single decade that that's happened the last, what, hundred something years. We have recorded proof of being victims, you know, and so when when they say that, how can you play something that you're we can't we can't act like we're the victim when we are actively the victim. Mm-hmm. And again, to the um, actors who are complaining about that and saying, blah, 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 you know, we just have to stop talking about it. Yes, I'm sure that you guys just stopped talking about it yeah. when you were dealing with um 
you know, all of your other um, co-workers. Yes, you had to just stop talking about it because if a dude says, hey, take five million dollars to act in my movie, but also don't talk about Black Lives Matter during this time period. They have mm. to make a choice. Yeah. They, have to, they yeah. have to make a moral choice. Yeah. Do I want to stand for all black people or do I want to make sure that I don't lose my house next month for some stupid reason or that I don't lose half my audience? And I feel like they just make a business decision when that time comes around. And like, I can't hate on them for, for like choosing themselves, but like if you're gonna, gonna, you know, if they choose themselves that. in the it's end not, we always choose ourselves yeah, they have really to choose themselves. It's, it's not business you, you want to go how long is this black movement gonna last yeah. yeah you know my career is to there but black people have been fighting for a while and y'all ain't getting nowhere and i'm i'm still gonna be in it you're still gonna you know? be an actor so yeah, like what's what's going on are you gonna take this to the to the to the end guys mm. or you know i'll be with you but you, know, you got to make that call. I mean, go ahead, go ahead. Let me let me flip the script real quick and, and toss it back on our shoulders. Something to think about, because while, yeah, we're all of one like kind and we can get away <clears throat> with feeling our way. But what happened when you take it down to that personal level? You talk to a person who, who played football in the NFL for the rest of his life. His conversations are about the games he played. You talk to a person that's been robbed or broken in or shot or something like that or been in them, they talk about that shit to the end of time. The thing is, the people around them don't want to hear the shit no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want to yeah. hear it no it's more. the people around them. They don't want to hear and, that. And the truth is, what I'm saying is internalize that. Now we about to become the white folks where we sit up here and ask if you got a friend that's plays sports and always talking about it. When they talk about it, you get turned off and you walk away. Yeah. That's what the white people going through. Ask if you got a friend who has someone shot or killed or see something so traumatizing that shit come back out. Every time they start to go into it, they reliving that shit constantly. Right. Yep. Motherfuckers don't want to hear it. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what they going through. The difference is what we got to do is time that. Why? <laughs> the time it matters to them is when that shit is impacting them. Mm-hmm. In other words, you could have a psychotic damn war vet and you're tired of hearing his war stories. But your shit get broken in at night and that war vet go into action and lay that motherfucker out, your attitude change. Yeah. You want to hear his stories again. Yeah. You see what I mean? So until and like right now, youth, you all are on fire. I'm trying. They are on fire. Why are they on fire? Because they're making them not forget. Yeah. I, I always say there's a difference between knowing and be aware. When you are aware, it's at the forefront of your thoughts. And that's when it comes back in and it's relevant. Once this shit die out, it's just like I said, nobody want to hear about an ex-football player's game. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're a fan. Yeah. Facts, you don't want to hear facts. it. It's not over, man. We still got to protest. We still got to sign petitions. We still got to make our voices heard. Well, the, the protest stuff is over. It's time for action now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the Foot Troops did their job. I commend them. They stand up. They, they handled that battle. That yeah. battle is on. Now we still got some skirmishes going on. But now it filters up to the officers the ones who are leading it and organizing, and those above them, the senior officers, the executives. Let's see what they do because they should be implementing the policies of these strategies, yeah. making this shit happen. Otherwise, motherfuckers don't want to hear it. Facts. I, I mean, a lot of things I've seen aren't things we ask for because they keep doing shit that mm-hmm. we don't ask them to Nobody do. Nobody asking for you to go out there and fucking give us a bottle of water. No, yes, uh-huh. like stupid things we don't. No, need. we're not trying to hear about no singular charcoal bullshit. No, 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 like yeah, I said, no. you go if we're gonna sit up there and fight to get a goddamn chokehold done, all the niggas gonna Crazy. start kick you in the throat. Yep. 
Okay, they, they missed the point. Don't miss the bigger picture. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna they make keep a change, missing right? the bigger picture. Yeah, That's the you. issue. They keep missing it. That's thank what I'm you. saying. We don't care about a master be- bedroom no. not being called master anymore. Yeah, don't get the fuck. Crap. Yeah. Get stupid. to the bigger policy. If you create a policy that's fair, that means it should be racially agnostic. It does not matter. Exactly. If if the police are, as Trey would say, we they are called law enforcement mm. officers. And I like the aspect where they're going, maybe we should have peacekeepers hmm. as the front lines and then law enforcement law enforcement yeah. officers. Peacekeepers could go out into the communities and know and have yeah. a relationship with us. Yes. And they could be our ambassador yes. to the law enforcement, enforcement. officers. Yes. We tried to make law enforcement high school educated, two months of training. But police academy, no, no, people no. go out there and be peacekeepers. Yeah, when all you, you just came out of high school as a bully. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I, I, I live in Delray, and I can tell you, you right now, <laughs> I know two people from Delray Beach yeah. who became police officers. Yeah, and in high school they were bullies. See, they just need to understand the neighborhood. That's all. If they understand who's in the neighborhood and what's happening in it, see, peacekeepers is a good idea. But yeah, this is where defund the police comes in. Cause they're, they're not gonna do it. Because I think New York just cut a billy. Yeah. From the, my thing is, how the fuck do they have a billion dollars? Yo, when you take where they get that money? Take the population and do a higher tax. Roll that in. Oh, New York's chalk, tax is huge. Yeah, yeah chalk right. up the size of that government yeah. and all the boroughs and everything they got to cover. You still when you sitting on a bill. Nah, Jesus, that, that's dude. a conversation piece. The fact that they can cut one billion from a police department is insane. I don't necessarily think they need to cut it. They need a, a restructure. They definitely I, I need a restructure. Agree. Yeah, they need a restructure. And the thing is, we got to be careful too, because like I said, there are a lot of old heads, and our mentality changed when we older. We about to leave, and we thinking about legacy. Yeah. A lot of us going to walk in there with some corruption in our blood too. Yeah. You know, I ain't going to sit with a bill on the table and I'm going to just, you know, I'm hardcore black doing all this stuff. Some of them going to look at that and go, shoot, I tell you what, you cut me a piece of how much you doing for my community. For your community, I'm going to drop about 10 mil. Mm. All right. I'm going to be a consultant for about one mil of that. Give me that 10 percent. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you this and this. And we already smelling the corruption. Yeah. Foundation of our religion is capitalism. Facts. So we tra- need accountability all the way through. Remember that time, um, the episode where I told you I was watching Watchmen on Hulu? Yeah. Um, the first episode, I thought something was really cool. As an officer who stopped the dude, uh, like a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. And um, the officer looked at the dude. He noticed he had a, a weapon in the car. Mm-hmm. So he's like, wait here. And he went back to his car. Yeah. And he had to call in to get authorization to pull his weapon. Yeah. Because it's locked in the car. Mm-hmm. So you have to call in. And he asked him like a slew of questions like, are you in danger? Like, is there, um, is there like immediate threat? Yeah. Is there, and they'll ask him a bunch of questions. And if it's yes, then he'll unlock the gun. And he can pull the gun. I thought that was super dope. That's interesting. Yeah. It was really yeah. cool. You know dope, what? But I, that depends cool. on the community. Yeah, no, but, no 1,000%. Yeah. I don't think it's it's practical, but no, it's I thought not. it was really but cool. But what I don't understand is all the police shootings. I could have sworn... Maybe I watch too much TV, but I could have sworn like for every bullet officer fires, they got to write a report on where that bullet went and what the fuck it was for. Did you see the guy that got shot like 57 times? 57? What's the point of that? And I'm just like, you tell me one internal affairs officer can't go, well, that was unjustly. 
Like, yeah. like I don't under, like I don't understand that concept where you're supposed to like if you fire your gun, oh man, I gotta report my bullet when I gotta let him do that anymore. Let, like let, let me give you a little insight. Where, where, on that. Why? You already know the deal on that. There there are police officers who purchase their own bullets. The book right. Doesn't matter. So, they can, can they tell how many times? You're, right. But can they tell how many times? That's why they not confiscate they your gun. Count. No, but they confiscate. Don't they mm-hmm. check how many times your guns were fired? Like I, I'm but just right saying. We have body cam. I watch movies and I know the dude. Like no, no, no. I know this I, gun has been fired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> don't they do that? She's smelling the gun. <laughs> Listen, my problem is this: if a police officer can shoot somebody and say I was in fear of my life. Me carrying a gun as a concealed carry person, can't I do the same thing? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, shouldn't but you're I, black. It doesn't matter. You won't get treated. And you're, you're right. Your but consequences yes. are different. But I would spend my time. You don't have qualified immunity. <laughs> because that's what, see, that's what I'm saying. But that's the whole point. When, when, a, when an officer does something, the, the justification is, yes, they're a police officer, but this is like technically their job so they can go into a situation and assess the situation and go, I, I was in danger and blah, 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 yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whereas a citizen it's remember in the, in the, in the military. So the MPs will pull you over mm-hmm. and you'll be like, they're like, yeah, you were speeding. Like, how do you know? My eyes are calibrated. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. Like you can't tell That's I was funny. doing forty. That was nonsense. You know what I'm saying? I remember you telling me about true. that story, That's and true. that was the dumbest thing but, I ever heard, bro. Look, you ain't no special forces in the, the unit. Same with you know, like, bro, you ain't no. You're not going across. Like, you don't have to train daily to test the speed limits of like trains and cars to make sure that your eyes can perfectly calculate. Calm down, guy. You ever been driving Calm down. a ninety-five? I know it's out of nowhere, but the other day I was driving ninety-five. Yeah, and like traffic was just slow. I couldn't figure out why. I kind of zoom, zoom, zoom around. It's a police officer, middle lane. I'm over here in the the express lane. Everybody's going like behind this man. (laughs) I literally pulled, and this may be what you call black privilege, because I'm like, I dare you to come fucking get me. That was how I felt. I looked him dead in the eye in his car, (laughs) and I was like, hmm, hit the gas. I was gone. All of a sudden, I see people start passing him slowly. And I'm kind of like, is that what it takes? Is that one person to sacrifice so everyone else can see that he ain't shit? Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. I pass him all the time. And I'm like, you got to be going slow get, as hell. Yeah, I'm like, dog, like, the speed limit is right here. I'm out. Come get me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to shoot it out. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be shoot out of this bus. We've been talking too long. <laughs> Y'all be bringing up painful yeah, memories. Um, Who's I gonna say? Oh, I was thinking, I was thinking the other day, like you know how we have so many like post-apocalyptic like movies. Uh, I was wondering, like, which one would be the most accurate? Like, I got, I got two version of how the world would end. I got two, okay. and I want to combine them into one movie. Go talking to the mic. Wally and Book of Eli. Strong. Well, you stole my motherfucking choice. Strong. I want both of them. You somebody gotta merge that into one script. Uh, see, I, I'm mad that you said put like post apocalyptic because it means like it like it has happened and we are now just in survival yeah, mode. Not, we're, yeah, we're not surviving. like what caused it. No, but we don't how know. do we look at We're just surviving. That's what I yeah. said. 
Book of Eli, because of the small little little towns and religion is so big. There's no. going to be that one person that takes religion and just spin that shit out of control. Mm. That's what got me in Book of Eli, where the guy was straight up like a religious fanatic. And he's like, I control these people. And if I had a Bible, That's oh, it's on. Yeah. And then Wally, those lazy bastards, like we're going to have technology to do everything for us. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that's our downfall. I was thinking Waterworld in Book of Eli. Oh. Nah, nah. Dude. What? What you mean, nah? What? Like we're going to get flooded. Yeah, Waterworld, I feel. I feel, I yeah, do feel Waterworld possible. Uh, we're going to get flooded. I was yeah. One glacier. Yeah. The one glacier. Takes, takes one, one, one. Dude, one no. glacier. Who's in Florida, bro? One glacier can leak for millions of years. See? We're done. Mm-hmm. We're done, bro. I'm saying. I think Waterworld would be a good one. And then can you imagine when we mutate? Yeah, get Oh, my feet. God. Are we going to get gills? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's going to be cool as hell. That'd be sick. Yeah, yeah that'd be kind of cool. You got me. I, I wanted to do like Wally, but the, the reason I was picking an animation, mm-hmm. which I was looking at Wally, then I started looking at Land Before Time Secret and them, is I think it's critical that I pick an animation, a cartoon, because we have left the point of this shit being anywhere close to attached to reality. Oh, no. Nah. We got fools <laughs> acting like they're in a cartoon. Yeah. And I just got to the level where it was Wally. Then I started looking at Land Before Time or uh, Ice Age mm-hmm. where everything's destroyed and the people are like, don't want to leave and I'm not doing this. That, I was trying to find something that could signify the trumpet idiots right now. Mm. The no mask wearing Seriously, are we having a conversation about a fucking mask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You telling me you'll wear a condom, but you can't wear a mask. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I mean, mean niggas don't wear condoms. If, if, so, if, wear that someone, if someone could remove the mask thing, I could stop thinking about a cartoon and go to something like Dawn of the Dead. Okay. But I can't even get to a real horror zombie or a pulse or pop. I can't even get the goddamn Fury Road bad match. Yeah, because mm. these people are actually because stupid. Because I'm stuck as, yeah. in cartoons. That's true, yeah. For our president? Yeah. Are, are yeah. you listening to these comments? <laughs> I swear to you, if any of us sold this in a movie. Yeah, we would say this, yeah. Well, yeah. will walk off. Trey will come over here and turn his game on. This is some BS. I'll be over there alone. Yeah, I couldn't watch a movie. Imagine you're watching a movie and this, what's happening now, people going, yeah, um, I don't want to wear a mask because I have breathing problems. But there's a virus. Uh, yeah. Okay. You can President, breathe through the mask. President's right? like, it's going to go away. Sooner or later, it's going to go away. In April, it's going away. May, it's going away. Well, we're all going to get together for July. July 4th is go past social distancing. We're all coming together and you wear a mask if you want to. That's uh, a cartoon. That is a cartoon. Yes, I mean, yeah. Craig of the Creek is more realistic than that. And I love Facts. Craig of the Creek. I Please love Craig, watch of, the Craig of the Creek. Everyone should watch that. It's a great did show. Did you see the, 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 it was a, a, a picture of the, that was it, the caucus, the black caucus gave all the, the Democratic, whatever, Pelosi and all them, the, the African oh, stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a picture of them kneeling down yeah. with mask on. That's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And someone said, "Imagine if I showed you this picture a year ago. Yeah, what you would think? You would have no. You would You'd even be like, know. What the hell's going on in yeah. the world? I'm like, what kind of forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Question. <laughs> yeah, that what? that got me. Yeah, but yeah, Waterworld. That's a good one right there. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. I, yeah, we'd I have to, liked it. We'd have it's to clean. be um we have to build we'd be a nice boat. What? Nice we boat. We had to build like, yeah. like uh what's my man's name in the Bible? <laughs> Noah. No. Like, we gotta build that. Right. Jonah? Yeah. You mean the other guy? Save him in post. 
Sleep. I know I'm not safe in post. Christ, don't do that to my father. You mean Pinocchio? Not safe. Joan of Arc, bro. Safe him in post. Yes. Noah's Ark. Um, edit. Please, edit. I love no. you. I'm not saving you in post. Pinocchio. Just they gonna know what you look like on Spotify. Just stop talking. Just stop talking. They don't know yet. They don't know yet. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. Um, side note. Ed. So remember when uh, Momo and Praxi were here, mm-hmm. and we were talking about um, Terrace House. Yeah. So. The girl who died, Hana Kimura, she, her mom actually, like, came out, like, and started talking to, like, press and stuff. Dang, dude, okay. And she said that she was getting pressured on the show to act more aggressive than she was. You guys really? Were here for this. Interesting. But, yeah, she was... She was really, like, she, pressuring her to, like, act a certain way? Yeah, she was a wrestler. She wanted to be seen more professionally on the show. Yeah, but, they, but then like, they were telling her, we know we wanted you yeah, for that reason. Yeah, we more... Yeah. That's unfair, man. Aggressive. It's fucked up. That sucks. Because she didn't want to do that. Like, the yeah, whole... Dude, you don't want to act dog. 24-7, like, yeah, a hardcore yeah. wrestler, bro. That's yeah. annoying. <laughs> the whole incident that got her, like, so much bullshit is because she had... Um, they wanted her... They wanted her to... Because her costume got messed up. And they wanted her to like slap the worker who, yeah, did, like the producer wanted to do that, but she didn't want to do that. It's so she just like hit his hat off, yeah. aggressively, and they gave her shit for it, like to the fo- to the point where she felt like she Damn. had to commit suicide, bro. Wow, yeah. And That's Japanese insane. shame is different. Japanese shame is different. Really, American shame. America, you could drown that shit out and just go to sleep. That's whatever, yeah. But you know Japan? how many Japanese? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen the K-pop stars. They, no, they, they, the whole culture yeah, over there. They're like committing really suicide, intense. like. Left and right, yeah. all, all the idols. Because they're, they're being shamed on on social media. Yeah, what? Yeah, they're being mm-hmm. shamed on social media, and the next thing they kill themselves. It'll mess up your oh, life. What Four of them died in like six months. Dang man, what are they saying? Oh, you're you're not that pretty. Simple, uh, yeah. Is it? You're not that pretty, or am I missing something? Yeah. It gets worse. Edward, when you're worse. younger, it, it affects you. Just imagine when you were younger, and people are picking on you. All that stuff they said, well, especially if you're in like fall. the public light. I'm just telling you, if you're this is like a whole light, show, yeah. everyone watches. So if you're gonna continue to do the show and they're talking shit about you, it doesn't sit well. You are a social media star. That's yeah. how you became famous. But remember, also, like they, it's like it is known as being an idol. They know that people are looking up to you, mm-hmm. and they expect you to act more than human almost like they expect you to be the epitome of like of human of people that they want want you to be an idol they want you to be envied and so they want to make sure that if people are envying you you're someone worthy of being envied yeah and and like i guess being flawed is like just a huge no-no if you're trying to be an idol yeah but that might be something to do with our culture yeah, yes. no, no, because their culture. Culture. No, 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 they have they, their like positions are way more prestigious over right. there in their culture, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I saw that shit, bro. I was fucked up because I just re- restarted just watching. Too. Mm-hmm. I just started watching. Re- I was rewatching the Tokyo season in uh, Karuizawa. That was my favorite season. And now I can't I can't in good faith watch it. Cause we made know, her do all this shit. That's dumb, fucked God, up, bro. That's insane. And she was she was like the sweetest girl. She just wanted to find love. Even the dude that she was talking to, like on the show, confirmed like, yeah, they were coursing them to do some bullshit. To do nonsense. Yeah, That's stupid man. It sucks because the really show sucks. felt so wholesome and That's everything. What I'm saying I didn't know it was See, like that. Can't trust big companies for nothing. Dang man. That's what I said. In no part of the world. Right now you're agile, but as you get older, how, how do you put the weight of the power of a dollar? Oh, man, money never mattered to me, Ev. Even there though you know. <laughs> That's the secret. Even though we need money to survive in this kind of world, but it's also access to prestige and yeah. all these other things. And we, the weight we put on something that is 
basically arbitrary. Yeah. Because it all started from trading. Let me tell you how to judge people. Mm. If I say I'm going to give you a million dollars. You can tell me in the mic. If I say I'm going to give you a million dollars and the first thing you say is something unlike build a supercomputer, mm. we're not friends. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, that should be the first thing you say. <laughs> you got to build a supercomputer Supercomputer, video games, something like that. It got to be the first thing. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh. Other than that, you're greedy. You're like an actual transforming robot or what? space trip. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you have creativity with the money, man. That's uh, why I feel like, I, I guess what's always crazy to me is, like, I, I sorry to get political, but fam, why aren't we taxing these people who are making over like hundreds of millions of dollars? Like, if they don't know what to do with hundreds of millions of dollars, bro, take that money from them. I don't understand. Like, I'm sorry. If you got over a hundred million dollars, how how aren't you spending that on more and more things? Like, you should be spending that. Like, put that back in the economy. Why hoard it? I I don't understand. They believe they why you it. want well, to. Well, no, I no no no. I, I don't give a crap that they believe that. I don't understand why you want to own more than a hundred million. What on this planet? Do you need to have a safe hundred million for at all times? <laughs> like, honestly, like what situation? You know what what situation? No, 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 no. What situation? What what thing could happen I, I to you, tell you that you instantly uh, need it? No, it is the final frontier of the thing you can't conquer. Above that, remember, you can never fully get the most money in the world. So mm, it becomes it becomes one a competition, and two because of the prestige that comes with it. It becomes their final goal. Remember, you have the women. Listen, you I, have the all I, stuff. I, listen, I get that. I don't care that I don't care that that's what they want because that doesn't make sense to me. That's right. what I'm trying to say. I cannot fathom why you need that much money. Because think about it: if you're making that much, you probably have companies and businesses that allowed you to get that far. Mm-hmm. If not, then that means you inherited it, or people are just investing in you for some other. Either way, there is something you're doing that is making you that money. Okay, mm-hmm. if I that agree. is the case. Why are you not investing all that excess money back into making whatever is getting you that money even better? Because mm. they, well, they do invest it, but the thing is, it's like collected. You I, know, I, like, I, 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 love yeah, guns. I get that though, but and that's bad. You go, why it. do you need more than one gun? A person that does cars, why do you need more than one car? person that does cards or toys or whatever, why do you need more than one? You can't play with them all. But it becomes that obsession. It's one of the things that you can't. Conquer IT. And they're saying, why answer. do I stay in IT? But yeah, there's why do I right keep there? buying computers when I don't no, have the fucking yeah, money? Why do I, yeah, why, why? do I need to, why does why? my computer have to be better than everyone else? Why? Why, yeah. why is my computer that. so hot? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't need a fan. I need a fan pointing at my computer. Oh, yeah. my, you have water cool. You know what I'm saying? But that's your answer right there, Trey, is that yeah. people are greedy. Yes. God damn it, they're greedy. Yeah. I'm greedy. Oh, I want a bigger monitor. I want a monitor that curves around my head. Yes. Oh, yeah, so when yeah, I yeah. turn any direction, I see my screen. I want it. Uh, what's colder than water? Come on, someone Ice. step up. I don't know. Eat, I don't liquid know. nitrogen? Could, liquid nitrogen. Get, can we get away with that in a computer? Yeah, I don't know. we put about six video cards. <laughs> Listen. Get her 12 my, monitors my in face, a orb around her. My face has become so hot in front of my computer. <laughs> I have to turn off two monitors. Because I'm like, damn, it's hot in here. But the fan is on. Like, my top fan is on and I'm just like damn my legs are cold but my face is hot 
and I know radiation is seeping into me. So, so, so I got to turn off two monitors and have two more on. And I'm just like, damn, I still can't see shit. Here's what's sad. Here's what's sad. You and I walk in there. We go, God damn, how much you spend? She'd be like, oh, this is about $80,000 worth of shit. And we'd be like, that shit's so cool. It's cool as hell. <laughs> God dang it! I'm sorry, man. We don't want to shoot you out. God dang it, people! What she described? (laughs) Come on, man. I would have an automated house if I could. Oh yeah. Good morning, Michelle. He did that. It was like he gave everybody rank. So whoever walked in the house with the highest rank, that air conditioning changes to them. Really. Imagine when you come visit, you come over here, everything just turns on for you. Yeah, that'd be sick. That's what make y'all losers. What y'all y'all turn it into exactly what he just described. That's not no 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 that's not true at all. That is not true at all. Because no, look, that's not true at all. Because everything they're talking about can be done for under a hundred million dollars. That's my point. It's a concept we can't get enough. That's no 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 but again, that's okay to have that concept. The problem is when there's no limits on it. So you think there should be a pot of 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 a pot where once you make a certain amount in life, a limit. Yes, there should be a limit. Then that money goes into back that pot into the to go country, back into the economony. Yes, it should go right and back into the economy. And it kind of goes into where 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 like taxes. they talk about mm-hmm. money will recycle in a in a. In a I agree. I'm in not going to name. System. I'm not going to name the community <laughs> or the race or ethnic whatever. Money will recycle in a certain community for six months to a year affluent as opposed to like the black community where it's like tomorrow it's gone mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like that kind of concept would be nice yeah yeah i i, I the thing is like i think the, the issue is like because we're so obsessed with capitalism it, we're obsessed with it is a competition at but all they points said it's not a capitalist country sure anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's what they told me the, in the, the problem um, yeah, right, right. The test. <laughs> that's what they said Anyways, anyways, the problem with it is, listen, if we're really realistic about it, a hundred million is good enough to get you literally anything. That's me trying to be reasonable for all these people who make him bank like that. Mm. But again, if you if you have a company that is able to literally produce you over a hundred million dollars, then that means that your company was able to utilize our country's system to be able to make this amount of money. Mm-hmm. If that is the case, why are we? Why are you not giving back to the country that allowed you to do it? Because you've uh, never had that makes sense to me. I'll tell you no, why. I, no, that's I, that, I get it. No, 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 right. not the, why? I'll tell you what's going. Here's the thing: in in America, uh, you are absolutely correct, which is we have taxes. Yeah, taxes yeah. were supposed to be fair. The problem that happened mm-hmm. is when a company, let's go with what he's saying, you make a hundred million dollars. And they go, you can take your company over here to Europe and our taxes are lower. Lower, Yeah. So what they do is they'll make their headquarters in Europe, leave a branch over here and then get the lower taxes. And when you talk about a profit margin of another 40, 50 million, Mm -hmm. that's worth doing it. And that started and it continued. Going back to what he's saying, he is correct. The way capitalism works, it works strongest at small and mid level. 
when you start going to a large size, capitalism begins to crumble because mm-hmm. you have a lot of ethical or moral issues mixed in with the uh, uh, disbalance of power. And we call it economic stratification. We already talked about that. The thing on that, going back to what he said, is we need to have an entry, uh, entry, a way of, sorry, interest, ingress, egress, a way, <laughs> entry, and exit. We do not have any limit on exit, meaning a business, a bank could grow and just eat and eat up everything and never have to leave. When a bank hits a, pop, a point that we got to do a bailout, that's a sign that they needed to crumble. Mm. Why is it so important to crumble? When they crumble, it opens the doors for others to come up and fill those spaces. But that's mm-hmm. the American dream, and that's why um, black people and people that's of why co- we can't. That's grow, why people right. of color can't grow because these banks are they bailing. Won't. They're bailing themselves out. Correct. They're keeping the wealth for themselves. Correct. And so when they were supposed to fail, and Black Bank Number One over there yes. is supposed to now step into their place and take over, Black Bank One over there is now the same as Black Bank Two because. The white bank never we'll said, not, we don't oh, have anything to stop it. I made enough money. My bank is now failing. You know what? Let me get out and, and give the money to my family so they could do their own shit. And you guys can go ahead and you know what? Let me invest some in your bank Correct. and help you get up, black man. Mm-hmm. But instead, they're like, no, nah, I want all my white kids to stay within the family. And we're just going to keep doing the same shit. See, That's the, pretty the, much what the happens. The theory, the action <laughs> doesn't uh, change uh, on, on top of capitalism. The action steps has to do with competition. And, and that competition needs to be fair, which it isn't. It is not fair. If you cannot f- allow the champion to lose mm. when they have fairly lost, mm. I'm talking to family brands that are collapsing and could not hold up. If you don't allow them to lose, like uh, Boeing is a great airline and Boeing's going under, so we're going to give 30% of the entire stimulus for America to say Boeing. Boeing yep. is a private company that has a headquarters in another country with a tax deduction. Mm-hmm. You're right, buddy. But we're giving all that money to Boeing. But, and like she said, if the plane starts flying, it'll hurt everyone. No. No, but they play oh. golf together. Correct. That's why. <laughs> but that, that's the point. I'm saying. They play golf together. Yeah, that's goes, why they're not going to crumble. That goes back to what Trey is talking about. If we don't give them an exit strategy, that if you crumble, you crumble. We have to have faith. If we're going to make this our religion, the foundation of our religion is faith. We got to have faith that a Boeing go wonder that all the mid ones that are underneath them, they're going to start filling the gap. And as they fill the gap, the new startups can move in. Mm. And then you start the cycle. For blacks, you either need to give us reparations so we can get to the start of the race line where you all are already starting at mm-hmm. in this race, or... Start letting the champions, if you're a 95-year-old track star and they refuse to let you lose, then no one could ever be number one. But right. that's where the whole bootstrap thing comes in. They they sit there and tell you, pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Yeah, pull yourself up by the Because that's can. what they did, but now... They did it on your back. Yeah, but now it's kind of like, all right, so you're, you got to move out the way so I can kind of... Yeah. Do that. Can I do it? They won't yeah. move out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's what that's where we are. So you let us straight into access to wealth talk. I'm really sorry. You, bro. I thought nah. it was pretty great. No, honestly. that was excellent. Solid segue, right? Straight segue. This is why I mess with you, bro. I was proud about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was proud about that. Well done, that's bro. Why we friends. That's why we do what friends. I can. Yeah, well done. I do what bro. I can. You had it in you, bro. We're going to stay friends for the year. Oh, yeah. I do what I can, you know. You I do what I can. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How do we grow black wealth? Because you can't plant a mustard seed in. 
and water it in this country. I, I think I I really think what would be very powerful is an initiative into business loans specifically to black communities. That's what, oh, I'm sorry to cut you no, off. Go ahead, dude. That's what Netflix is doing. Netflix I, I is giving that. I was happy I think about like that. 2% of something of their revenue that. to black banks. Yep. Stri- yep. They're putting Thank it you. in black banks. Thank you. Give it that to black businesses, sick. man. That's awesome. Let them let them That's a yeah. start, start That's a having start. that power so they can also start kind of having that lobbying power in these rules that frankly have never had a black voice in it. Like yeah. I can guarantee you all the rules and laws that have been affecting banks have been affecting banks ruled by old white dudes. Yeah. But no people of color or culture have any opinion on these factors. And so the same people who have been in power the last few decades are going to keep making sure these rules and laws only affect them right. and no one else. Yeah, See? but they can't let us down, though. I, 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 really yeah, yeah, I tried facts. supporting I'm a black bank. Yeah. I tried supporting a black bank when we had the last race war. <laughs> and, um, yeah, actually, it was like maybe maybe five or six years ago, we had like this whole race thing. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to a black bank. And I was going to leave goddamn Wells Fargo mm-hmm. and, this, and go to a black bank. It was a black bank in Miami. Looked them up, made the phone call, set my appointment. Mm-hmm. They rescheduled twice. Mm-hmm. Never got a call back. What? Well, Never got a call back. Well, and I literally had money in the bank that I was going to close my account and yeah. go to this black bank. Yeah. Never got a call back. No follow up. I don't remember the name of the damn bank. See? They could have been out of business for all I know. But it's kind of like black business. Man, you can't support somebody that won't stay in business. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that sucks. Black you can't let us down. I can't yeah. name. I can't say nothing. I can't call no names. I ain't going to say nothing. Uh, you can't let us down. The, Y'all going to know who I'm the talking thing about. Is, like, the thing is, I, I feel that, but I feel like a lot of times it's because... Like, we're trying to get into a field that also we don't really have experience with. Like, yes, yes. Okay, I'm not trying to say, well, none of us learned anything. Like, duh. Plenty of us are actually very intelligent and are getting into these fields. But you also got to hope that each one of them have supporters. Each one of them has friends and family who actually are going to care to learn what's happening. And if they make a black bank, you got to hope that all the black people are going to help them with the bank. (laughs) Aren't trying to screw them over. Aren't from a childhood that has them be very selfish. Aren't from a neighborhood where they see the people get shot and so they have a chip on their shoulder and so yeah. when a white person says hey i'd like to actually bank with you they're like nah and then ends up getting them screwed and they get a lawsuit and then they all go down like there's so many variables and we have to hope that all our black people are the best we could be to get these companies and again it sucks because we only have these small tendrils reaching into these new fields when it's <clears throat> filled with white people. And so when we have one or two or three companies try and get into it, if two of those companies are doing it the wrong way because they've never done it before, and the other one has one or two people who screws them over, we're done. But yeah. Out of the dozens of companies that already exist, we only had two or three, and all of them just happened to get screwed over. Mm-hmm. You know, so again, I, I think it really takes an initiative that not only gives those loans to black companies, but then also assists with the miseducation of our of our youth and our young adults and our teens and our adults who are trying to get into these fields. Mm-hmm. Why aren't we talking about taxes and buying houses and bills when oh, we're in middle wow. school and elementary? You jump in top. Sorry, sorry I'm so sorry. There's so on, much. Trey. There's so jump much. I get, get excited. I, I get excited. I was going to say there. something. I to cut myself off. We're almost there. Big facts, big facts. I get right, excited. Go ahead, go ahead, young Ed. I, I see it from the other point of view. Hit if you me. start top down, then you're always going to have corruption because of, uh, as I said before, mm. competition and, and uh, capitalism. Mm. We got to start bottom up, bottom mm. up. And I always go back to the Maslow hierarchy of need. The very foundation, everything is built upon is our physiological needs. Mm. We are a sickly people. We got PTSD. We got every disease they brought to us that was alien to us and now it's in our DNA. 
and everything that they give us, or I should even say give us shit. We earned it. Mm-hmm. Shit we've earned. It needs to be quantifiable. All we're asking is level the battlefield. Right. Level the battlefield. If the doctors will give a shit about us on a quantifiable level, just like a white person coming in there, let's start with our health. Mm-hmm. Let's get us to lead, live to more than doggone 60 or 65. Why? Why am I saying this? Because we, the reason we spend money, if you can't see tomorrow, then you are your richest today. Mm-hmm. You will spend that damn money up. Yeah. yeah. We can't see tomorrow. See, white folks, legacy is embedded in them. That's true. They even got true. the word K-I-N in the South, kin. Mm-hmm. All they kin, they be passing shit down. Yeah. We ain't hearing that. We're not seeing 25 and 30 years old. Mm. So for us, they always go, yeah, give some niggas some money. Watch them run through it. That's true. We're going to run through it because I can't see tomorrow. Mm. The average kid growing up at 18 don't know what a 401k is. Mm-hmm. Jumping all the way to 25, 26, we can barely have a conversation on it. Yeah. We don't start our conversation on what a 401k is until so 30, something. Yeah. 30, right? 35, yeah, yeah, yeah. 38. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That kid's growing up knowing that. That kid's, when they see college, college is truly an investment. I'm not trying to hear that if I don't think I'm going to make 25. Right. Okay, right. first, you got to give us longer life. The foundation is physiological needs. Get my mama well. Get my mama well. Get my brother well. Get all them well. Then the next level up is security. Safety and security. No, our neighborhoods, our communities, that lead us into gentrification. Right. Yo, gentrification, all that, we can argue and debate that. But you got to give us some safety and security where we are. You're right. That's where the cops come in. Mm. If we can't walk around without the cops beating our ass, we scared to go to the corner store because either drug dealers or cops. Mm. And then they go, well, y'all the drug dealers. And we go, that's because you the goddamn cops. And we're not looking at the bigger picture (laughs) of who put us both there. You high school educated, mad at the world. (laughs) <laughs> you do it in spite of, you cut your nose off in spite of your face I'm stuck here because it won't let me leave mm. but we're both talking about the same doggone person and that person is shrouded in shadows we both need to get the hell out of there Facts. so what? my whole point is we, we need physiological needs first get our health that can be quantifiable you want reparations yeah niggas go to scream and protest give us medical mm. give us medical mm. All right, Native Americans got it. We, I know they're indigenous. But hell, we don't put our ass on the line so damn long, 400 years. I feel indigenous. Talk to them. Dig it to me. Yeah. The, the same way y'all keep talking about our heritage. Yeah, y'all say our heritage with every single one of you motherfuckers are immigrant. <laughs> but now okay? they're already, You're they're immigrant. Ready, they're but, not ready for the truth. <laughs> but that, that's the truth. But yet, they keep saying my land, our land. All these Star Wars comments, like... They're indigenous. Mm-hmm. None of us are indigenous except for the Native Americans and our black Olmecs that came over here from Africa. Mm-hmm. That most of us are still had a bloodline in. You tell you they're not ready for the truth. Are you giving them the truth right now? All right. <laughs> so if we go to dig into it, the ones who should be getting free medical and free school, why? Because you're still going to have niggas not take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. So you're still winning. But for some of the, us who are aware, I didn't say no, I said aware. Mm-hmm. We're going to take full advantage of it, and it ain't hurting you. You know why it's going to hurt? For the ones that are hurt, the doctors. Yeah, y'all don't want all those all those doctors you got making $2 million and 300000 and all this other stuff. Yeah, the income's going to come down. But as they get pissed and quit, 
that's going to open up the door like the rules of capitalism for black doctors to get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take an Asian doctor. I'll take a, a dog or Japanese, Asian. <laughs> pick, your, pick your minority. I'll take them. Yeah. But if you want to, do, don't give us money. Give us something that's going to be legacy to us. Give us education. Yeah, if you want us to pull ourselves by the boots. Give us medical. Let's wear the same boots. You give us physiological yeah. and security. Now we can step up to more of love, mm. self-esteem, and self-actualization. Mm. But those are always going to be shaky. That's why even our black movements are shaky. They're always going to be shaky if we don't have the bottom two. So growing black wealth starts from the bottom up. Bottom up, always. Mm. So what Netflix is doing is what we're asking for. Use your money. Because we're living in a capitalist society. Fuck up the money is what we need. We can fuck up the money, but it's invest still our us. nation. But it's, it has to invest in us. We need, we need help. Ed. Okay, here, let's go back to this. Netflix ain't dumb. No. Name a corporation. If all these big corporations want to help black America, yeah. tell our government, we will create a pool just like Obama was doing. Mm. We'll call that public welfare for indigenous minorities. Mm-hmm. Cover our medical. Mm. Cover our medical. I don't need you giving it to a black bank. Why? I'm going to tell you just like anyone else, and we're not saying it. We have all been, well, most of us are Americanized. Mm. We are just as evil as the white man. Mm. You let me run a bank, Business. I'm going to be all I know are the techniques they taught us. Businesses. And that's to cut throats. We all want to come mm. in with honor, but we're as honorable until the white man step away. And I can see an extra dollar in it for me. Mm. No, you got to level the battlefield. Like he said, miseducation. No, 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 no. Health is a true education. The security comes up. Let us rebuild a new pyramid. Netflix, you don't need to throw it in that doggone black bank. Put Get together with other organizations. Combine. Create a medical fund for doggone minorities. Mm -hmm. Create a medical fund. Give us some land. We got all that land in the Midwest. Well, we don't want it. Give it to us. We'll create a new black free town. New black Wall Street. So they can bomb it again? Yeah. You so try to bomb it. In 2020? Oh, you uh, best believe that <laughs> enough, enough of us to know about IT. That missile turned right back right around. Right back around, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? You got to see that lonely black guy, the only black guy working on AI over there? Yeah. Yeah, that spotlight on you. Close your eyes. Don't ignore me. Undercover brother, we're going to call him smart brother. Smart yeah. brother. Smart brother, brother. brother going to handle stuff. That missile ain't coming to us. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. If we want to talk about our pathway to black wealth, let's do it the right way. Mm, do it the right way? way. Is that the right way? Or is what, that one of the ways? Because the only other way is the way what we're talking about now. Where, I, of course, we could do it, but we're relying on something that's qualitative, mm. not quantitative. When you're leaning on something qualitative, yeah, this black man who, find, who I'm finally giving my money to, this black bank, they're going to care about me? No. Mm. We are a generation that's been taught and programmed the way we've been trained. And we are responding the way we've been treated. I am unhealthy. Yeah. I am older. Yeah. I care about legacy. That's why I said chalk it up to the game. When we get older, you're damn right we're about the game. Speaking of, my thing is a lot of what you're saying I agree with. Um, I think the issue I have with America is the non-admittance of things that They've done, and I know everyone's talking about slavery and shit, mm -hmm. but 
I'm quick to say, let's just go back to the 60s and 70s. Hmm. I'm like, I'm talking Yesterday. about like, I'm talking about my mm-hmm. parents' days. Yeah. Just like shit, I was born in the 70s. Yeah. So let's just talk about that. I mean, they had black people they were experimenting on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that black women and like this is something that my doctor spoke to me about? Black women were given less anesthesia. Yeah, they're in surgery. They thought they were stronger. They thought they were stronger. Yeah, and this is something like he ever he asked me, "Do you have you ever felt that you know your doctor mistreated you?" Blah blah. Because there's like this case. I'm like, no, but I never really thought about it. Yeah, you know, I never. I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. What do I compare it to? This is yeah. Ooh, this right. is like recent things. We're talking about like black people with sickle cell. Yeah, you know, black. I know what, someone okay, with sickle cell. What happened to the Tuskegee experiment? Yeah, they did all that st- experiment on those guys. That let's say they did 50 people. Let's mm-hmm. just say an even number 50. Those 50 men had 50, maybe 100 kids. Mm. Now that's 100 kids having another 100 kids. Yeah. And it just trickles down. So, what effect does that have on black people now? At that level, it's in you know our DNA. Saying? We don't know. It's in our DNA. And our, I'm sure they're still, mon- I, I'm not saying they, like Edward said, the government. But I know they're still monitoring them. They're not going to let that go. No. You know what I'm saying? They're still watching to see what happens. Uh Like, no one's talking about these things. And these are things I want to get into because I feel like, yes, we can talk about black and and, and white and, you know, what's right and what's wrong. But, like, going back to Jamaica alone, um, I was watching a thing and the guy was like, do you know why they say Jamaica and all the islands were, like, the first people were the Tainos, Mm -hmm. but we can't find one bone? Mm. You can't. We can't. You they know why exist. they say that? It's mm. because they don't want you to say this is our land. Mm. The blacks were indigenous. this is our land. It was they a, yeah, they were there. And mm. so they're saying if we say the Taino owned the land, you can't be the native of the land. Yeah. Because oh, the that, Indians were native of the land. That reminds me. Mm. So what did um Trey, where did Nashad say he went? Or where is he from? Uh was it Grenada? Grenada. Yeah, Grenada. Was it, was it yeah, Grenada? So. What, no, no, oh, no. it was um Ah, gotta no. It's two words. Saint oh Kent. shit! Oh, hold on. DC call it. Oh, let, let me let me get the phone. I almost said Trinidad and Tobago. Forgive me. That's not true. Oh, right. Saint Kit. I think Trinidad. it's Trinidad and Tobago. Trinidad Young DC, Tobago. what's up, my guy? It could be Trinidad and Tobago. How you doing? That's up. I'm doing great, man. Thanks for calling. You got him on speaker. TMB. No, he's not on speaker. He's on um. He hooked up to the thing. Oh, yeah. let him know we're on the podcast. We're, hold on, can you hear us? You guys already asked my question. What the night you in the middle of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're in the middle of that podcast. Yeah, bro. <laughs> we're in the middle of the podcast. We were just talking about how, um, well, Chell was saying something about Jamaica and then you called. <laughs> Put him up by the mic. Put him up by the mic. No, you can hear him. Oh, you can hear him? Yeah, All right. you can hear him. Because, yeah, we were talking about you earlier about, because I, I reminded Ed when, um, when those, uh, was it Navy SEALs? When the SEALs yeah. got yeah. the seven um, confirmed kills, seven shots, seven kills. For the pirate. For the, for the pirates. The Bless. You remember that shit? Yeah, I remember that. I was just talking to him about that, and he said it put the SEALs on the map. <laughs> 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 and I said, what about the Marines? And then I thought about you. Mm-hmm. Well, we always been on the map. I guess. Backbone of this country. We've been, <laughs> we been making it happen first. Really? <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, we got, we definitely been on the map. Uh-huh. How's it going over there, bro? How are your new um recruits? Um, it's different, man. Like uh, you know, the whole training environment, especially with uh 
solutions to this uh, whole COVID thing going on. It kind of you kind of have to work your way around certain things, but at the end of the day, you know, you still try to create the same product at the end of the training cycle. So. Dang. What battalion? What battalion are you? Uh, second battalion. Do rock. Second battalion, two thousand two fools. Get some. Talking about the gold standard. Yeah. Look at the numbers. You know it. Dude, no, I can hear him. I'm saying him. Like, <laughs> when with two thousand? Like, he's second from two. Second platoon. I, I know. Were you and second platoon? Yeah, two thousand two. Oh, wait, two thousand platoon. Two thousand two. I was like, you weren't in the two thousand two. No, platoon two thousand two. What, like, what's your platoon number? Lost his damn mind. What's your platoon number, DC? Uh, it changes every cycle. Uh, we just graduated. Uh, the last the one I just graduated was 2041. Wow, 2041 because it rotates around, man. Mm. That's crazy. Because it, 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 it recycles. I don't know how they do the numbers for recycles because when I went through in 2012, I was platoon uh, 2012, and two cycles ago, we had those same numbers. What? So mm. it, yeah, it, it, it recycles over the years. So probably I see two thousand. Yeah, I was looking for mine yeah, online. Yeah, that's a long. Yeah, I, I don't want to suck up a lot of this, so let, I'll talk to him yeah, later. Yeah, about yeah. It when we'll, we'll, come down. Let's we'll talk later, but hey, hey, man. What, 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 it, it depends because um, if you if you could tell me uh, the year that you graduated and the and the battalion. Nineteen ninety four. Uh, nineteen ninety four to two thousand two. I've been looking for the book for a minute. Okay, Crest, if you te- have Crest text that information to me, and then and next time I go into work, I can go over and stop by the uh, photo facility and look through the records and see if they have anything. Because if they have anything, I could possibly buy it and uh, send it. Oh, hell yeah. I'll, oh, I'll see the money. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you yeah. know, I'll send you whatever, man. <laughs> That's, That's, cool. That's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah just send it, send it to me. I'll look in the archives, archives, see what they have, and then I'll, I'll let you know. Hey, oh. thank you. Thank you, man. That'll mean a million to me. That's dope. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank like you for it. calling them, man. I like it. I've been looking for a minute. It worked out, DC. That's dope. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out. Hey, thanks for calling, man. I'm good, good to hear your voice, bro. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Seriously, uh, I was looking forward to coming. We just, uh, we just graduated these kids uh, this past week, and I was looking forward to coming back in Florida soon, but... Uh, we got, we got obviously we got everyone's got restrictions and whatnot, travel yeah. bands and stuff. Yeah, bro. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, it may, it may later in the year. Dang. Mm. That sucks. Dang, that sucks. That sucks, <laughs> bro. That sucks. But hey, man, glad you're doing well. Stay swole. I see you in the gym. Bro, big facts. I see you in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> they making it happen. <laughs> Y'all never making it happen. <laughs> Drinking that dog on water and dog on sweat. I'll talk to you later, bro. Stay good. All right, man. Peace. All right, guys. Peace. Here, here, All right, Kevin. Man. Peace. And that was 1990. Sorry. Because uh, 94 was when I got out. That was 1990? Yeah. All right, we'll send it to him. We'll cool. send it to him. And, uh, and get you your book. January 7th, I think. Yeah. Shout out to DC, man. Joe Sergeant Marine Corps. That's the, the homie. I'm glad he called. What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That's your fault. Oh, she was talking about the missing people and tribes. and. Oh, yeah, that's true. And uh, Oh, yeah, but yeah. Um, Trinidad, Nishad, Tobago. Yeah, from Trinidad, Tobago mm-hmm. and Grenada. Or Grenada, Grenada. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was saying how 
it's the that the dichotomy there is so weird because it's like Indian, mm. white, and then black. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Indians are like the lowest. They have, and they have like, well, he said there's an Indian party and a black party. He said they're talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. That's factual. But he said there was like an Indian party and a black party for the, yeah, yeah. For the uh, political parties. For political parties, how crazy Indian party going and on. black party. <clears throat> and then yeah. white is like everything else. And mm-hmm. the white people are like super segregated from like everyone else. They have yep. a literal gate separating them. Hey, mm-hmm. you know and like what? their own security. That's crazy. In Jamaica, I hate to say it, white people try to be black. Lord have mm-hmm. mercy. It's a whole different culture so over here. In Jeez. Jamaica, so like, true. in Jamaica, you know how we're like, oh my God, you speak so well. Mm-hmm. In Jamaica, white people try to fit in they with try us. To speak yeah. patois? They try to speak it. They do. Like, you compliment a white they person do. on their patois? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. That shit gets yeah. to though. It's a white cool. person talking patois? <laughs> oh, you best believe every black girl gonna turn her head and be like, whoa, let me think I'll twice. Show you, I'll show you a video later of Chet Hanks Tom Hanks' son talking probably It's hilarious, bro. Straight up. We it's were on a boat with the white captain. He was um oh. talking Patwa to Edward's dad. He was like, what this the? is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. My client, my client over here. Yeah, yeah. The Asian cat walked in. Yo, he like, what I'll buy? <laughs> Excuse what? What? <laughs> he started talking. I'm like, is that then I felt like the racist. <laughs> I'm like, like the shouldn't racist. you be talking another way? <laughs> He's like, nah, man, I'm Jamaican. I'm like, whoa, yeah. okay. There are white Jamaicans. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I instantly became the white dude. Because <laughs> I didn't know what to say. Don't know nothing. Yeah, my oh, shoot. He was, he was literally fully Jamaican and more black than I could ever think. Yeah. <laughs> He's more black dude. I, I don't even know how to describe it. He real, and I love him. That's funny. Uh, we should move on. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> um, what did they teach you about black history in high school, show? Well. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> so, my high school a little different because I was self-educated. Oh, man. Um, also in Jamaican history. Oh, really? And in Jamaica, we have what we call national heroes. Oh, okay. Not like America, where y'all have martyrs. Yeah. yeah. So we have actual, <laughs> you know, we have like national heroes and stuff like that. And so I just, and, and you know, myself, not that I was, I was one of those silent, you know, the black kids in high school that don't really talk to anybody and they hang out their little black clique, mm. but we're like the black nerds. That's who I was. Mm. You know, I used to dress partly some, some, you know, I call it back then it was, I guess now you call it goth, but I like the witchy stuff. I like the spiritual stuff. So kind of like Vicky. I know that was my thing. And then researching my culture being that I was a proud Jamaican Mm -hmm. and I did research on like, you know, the history not just American history though. That I think is the issue when you say black culture or black history I did research on history Hmm. and I realized in high school, now that I'm older, what I learned on my own, because, you know, we had the whole encyclopedia set. Mm -hmm. It was books. (laughs) I didn't didn't learn that in school, which is kind of funny. And so I would look up like the black um, um, heroes and I didn't really. Now I know what back then I know the difference. What I consider black heroes, you guys would probably say like um, Martin Luther King, an activist. That's what you call right, it, right, activist. Right, right, right. Yeah. So we 
to or me, civil leader. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, civil leaders. But yeah. to me, they're heroes. Okay. In Jamaica, we you know have national heroes, and so mm. that's the difference. I think over here, you guys don't celebrate your black people. Um, where I, I feel like in Jamaica we have heroes. Mm. Like my favorite um, one that I did study. I was trying to look it up before we started. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know her as Nanny. Mm. Um, I love Nanny. The 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 um. The history of her was that she was an Ashante warrior mm. or like like an Ashante warrior. So that's why I love the history of it. And then um, Bustamante, Alex, is it Alexander? I don't know, I'm trying to write it down, but I think his name was Alexander Bustamante. He was the first um, like chief minister. Um, I just like the name. Yeah, it's a sick name. That's, that's a badass name. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Bustamante. 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 Nice, yeah. Or oh, either chief minister. Yeah, dude. Yeah, either he was like the first chief minister, but either Bustamante or some people, you know, Jamaican Bustamante. Yeah. Alexander Bustamante. Yeah. You know, um, we have obviously Marcus Garvey, mm-hmm. um, Norman Manley. He was the um chief minister. Um as well i know you love that word but he founded the we have the um i think it's the jlp and the pmp party so like you know again um political parties in jamaica who are you with if you say you're like republican i'm democrat i'll just shoot you yeah like yeah, simple yeah. like that yeah. so he founded the pnp and again when bob marley went on stage and did him i think it was Nora manley i forgot the dude like i remember that moment when he ushered in peace Mm. between the two parties yeah and i knew most of us knew he had to die because mm. yeah. they weren't gonna have that yeah so it's yeah that was it yeah, yeah but that was something again that's like the history i learned honestly i did not like learning american history because well, it was yeah, too no, embedded in slaves yeah and i'm i i have a problem with slavery i have a problem with white people acting like slavery never existed and i have a problem with black people Acting like slavery never existed mm. because I feel like you should be able to talk to me about slavery because it had the same way they want to talk about the fucking Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you're going to talk about slavery. Yeah. That's how I feel. And I don't like that black people feel sickened when they bring up slavery. It's like I feel ashamed bringing up the word slavery or bringing up the fact that we were slaves. It's part of history and people don't talk about it enough. And so it becomes buried under the rug. And yep. when it comes up, everybody's uncomfortable. Mm. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about sex or your period or the fact that you can't perform. And nobody wants to talk about these things. But literally everyone's but dealing with everyone's it. Everyone's dealing with it. <laughs> yeah. And so we're all sitting there lying to each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's sickening. That's why I, I, I can't study American history. Mm. I don't like it. And it's like Chris Rock said, Martin Luther King. Everything is Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. <laughs> because the, those are the people that we worship as black people. You know, they know Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They know all the black people that's dead. Yeah. But they don't know. Like, again, there's no heroes. Mm-hmm. You can't call. Um, what's that dude's name? Al Sharpton? Mm-hmm. Is it Al Sharpton? Reverend Al Sharpton? Yeah, you yeah. can't call him a hero. Because if you do, they're going to go, well, you know, back then he used to be. But who gives a shit? You know, what's crazy? I've only ever seen. This is just a tangent. But I've only ever seen Al Sharpton at, like talking at like funerals. Yeah. Or dead. wherever yeah. there is like death, death, or wherever there's mourning, Sharpton is there. Dude, come out for your f- I'm fight trying to for tell the you, people now. Y'all, young people, I'm trying to tell you, would a person fight war long enough to get fatigued? Mm. And when y'all come in and the young people only see them at the end, they think that's how they were the whole time. Mm. 
when you've been marching and beating and dogs put on you so many long, you're not going to have that fire. I don't have a fire in me. Mm. Uh, like the youth. Yeah. The youth are going, why aren't you out here protesting? It's hot. Motherfucker. <laughs> you know, the heat index is 103, nigga. Uh, let me ask you when you get 40. I can't do it. <laughs> let me see how many protests you have. I get sunburned. <laughs> yeah, after you, you know, dealt with the cops, arrested, you know, remember all of us as you get older, you have your history just seeing over and over all your white battles and racial battles. Remember for the young 20s and stuff like that, a lot of this shit is new. This yeah. is like a fresh scar on your arm and you're bragging about it like, yeah, man, look, I got this scar right here. Then you go into a guy with shrapnel wounds all over him. Mm. And he's like, I ain't trying to hear that shit right Listen, now. a lot of young people nowadays, let me tell you the truth. Mm. A lot of you little, what do they call them? What do you call them? Young Whippersnappers. A lot of you whippersnappers. <laughs> Jesus. Whippersnappers. A lot of you whippersnappers. Why? Young bucks. I realized when someone's, someone's birthday was the other day and they turned 50, I'm like, damn, I was at school with you, bitch. She was like, I was at school with you, bitch. <laughs> 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 Close Facebook. Close <laughs> Facebook. mad as hell. Anyways, you whippersnappers, mm. you've never, and maybe you have, but not this way, you've never had someone walk up to you and call you a nigger. Hard just hardcore. Just a hardcore nigger. Yeah. You're a nigger. Yeah. And when someone looks you in the eye and look at you and go, you're a nigger. It's not like, yo, my nigga, what's up? Yeah. It's not like a white person looking at you yeah. and going, you know, I don't like you. When someone call you a nigger. It hit different. It affects you to it's the visceral. heart. It's sharp. You're Dude, like, yeah. What's the first thing go through your mind? Literally, it's not even the word that affects Thank you. Thank you. It's what they want to do to, to you. you. Yes. What they know it does. To what you. they what they want to do to you. Yeah. So the only thing they can do is call you that word yeah. because they can't do anything else without going to jail. Yeah. That's how I see when someone yeah. calls me a nigger. Mm. And that's happened to me four times in my life. <laughs> when a white person has called me a nigger. Mm. The first time it happened, I was in seventh grade or sixth grade. Carver. Oh God! Middle on the we were playing golf. Yeah, Coach Caesar's class. I told you that white kid called me a nigger. You was crazy. Caesar was still there when I was there. What? Yeah, same. Caesar was still there. Man, I don't think he's he left yet. He on age. No, nope. <laughs> I hit that kid with a golf club. Oh yeah, that was the first time. Yeah, I, I I'm just telling you it. A lot of you haven't experienced that, and when you experience true hate, mm. when someone looks at you. With true hate, and you know, if you were alone with that person, they would like not just kill you, but would, harm they you. They would torture you. They would harm you. Yep. Where your life is meaningless to them. That to me is what you have to experience to really realize what we're going through as black people. Mm. And a lot of black people, for me, don't realize that. They just see it as, yeah, my mom and my dad, and this is what they did, and so I'm going to do it, and it's the right thing to do. No, you need someone to call you a nigger mm. and have someone look at you with hate to the point where you go, if I was alone with you, I think you would torture me to death. Mm. I forgot my lesson. <laughs> he interrupted me. Just Oof. keep going. Oof. Just go. I don't even school. know how we got to that. It was oh, a lot, man. School, school. A lot. I am the classic black American she's yeah. talking about. I'm 100% classic. He is that. He is that. Classic. Our school is literally Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. Yeah, that's it. That's we, it. We got that much. Maybe we Parks. had that much black history. Yeah. And the rest was all white. teacher. So only when yeah. I got older did I start asking questions. I went, why can't the average black student here name, when we go through history, we can't name five black explorers, 
five black mathematicians. Mm. Five, I can't name five Asian explorers. Mm. I can't name more than five Adobo Native American. All I know is Pocahontas because of a cartoon. Yeah. I can't name five of any other race. I got yeah. the coins. Five accomplishment things of any other race other than white. That's how they. That's how they designed it. The only way I started and digging into other stuff. Highly unlikely. Yeah. 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 They, they then, when, when I got the brag was, oh boy, made peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> George Washington Garber. Yeah. And that's all we got to know. We don't know how great he was. We just know he made peanuts. So yeah, but my my point is. I'm the classic black American. We are the classic yeah. black Americans. I guarantee a lot of us had it. We're in a country town, the whole world. For deeper black history, my mother kept me more folk history with the Native Americans and all of that. And the black side of it, mama was very pro-black. And daddy was pro-black. And he's the one who introduced us. Where he made us sit out and watch as a family. Uh, Roots, Shaka Zulu. <laughs> yeah. When I saw Shaka Zulu, it blew my mind. Mm. I was like, oh my God, a black militant leader kicking ass. Mm. Blew my damn mind. But that's as close I got to, you know, deeper. And then willful ignorance. At that point, no, I didn't see a long life and I frankly didn't give a fuck about black history. I cared about the damn drug deals, all that bullshit. So I was the classic willful ignorant mm-hmm. person going, well, if the forefathers didn't do all that shit, you know, that shit don't matter to me now. Yeah. And I had that attitude. So I got in the military and I went on my journey, went on a journey of, uh, of race, learning my black history. Mm. And I went on a journey of religion, trying to understand a different religion. He became woke. Because I, yeah, woke. I became me, woke. When I woke him no, up. No, 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 he didn't. I did that on my own. Uh, the, uh, for religion, it was a guy named Edward Gonzalez. That's why I named one of my characters after me. He was a Spanish guy. He went to a Protestant church, and he kind of like invited me. He was a sergeant. He invited me to the church, and I went to the church. Mm. I was the, It was him, Spanish, his Spanish family, and me, black. The only ones in there, everybody else was white, and they were amazingly nice to me. And I had an attitude <laughs> the whole time. But it, it opened my eyes to go, I need to start visiting more churches. Mm. And I need to understand what a den- denomination was. I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what the denomination was. Didn't really give a shit. Yeah. You know, I didn't know about all the black history stuff. I started listening to Louis Farrakhan. Didn't agree with him, but I listened to him because I wanted to know more. Some of the stuff, I pick out the great things he said Same. that inspired thought in me. Like, but right yeah. when he started that white devil shit, I'm not yeah. trying to hear that. Yeah. Because then you lay all your blame on them and that becomes a crutch instead of get off your ass and make some shit happen. Yeah. Stop with the crutch kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So the white devil shit I threw out, but other stuff was inspirational. I got deep into Malcolm X, mm-hmm. Marcus Garvey, Stokely, all of them. I started getting into all of them, learning all these different histories Then I went into black history. Mm-hmm. Then that's what I found out. God bless Shell made me look at a journey of man. And then I saw how all the blacks populated all over the world. During when we were Pangea, the blacks were over here in doggone United States. And then when it split up, the blacks basically became Native Americans. And I was like, what? The and then all, all the DNA is all black. <laughs> He just said it was black. like all black. He just literally said, my problem I have with black folks, but I'm not going to talk about it. I'm going to let it pass. <laughs> he literally just proved my point. What? I'm going to let it pass. What? Say it. Because I'm petty like that. I'm going to let it pass. Say it. No, 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 she's petty. Go ahead. Um, say it. We'll go. You, you have to say it. it. Nah, just go, man. Say it. What is it? Move on. I'm going to say something myself. Go. Well, basically, what you two are saying that you had to learn black history on your own. Yes. Essentially. Yes. And that's how that's kind of how I feel because I don't even remember learning Black history like that because it wasn't emphasized; it was just in passing. No. 
So it was just like a lesson for that day, it was, and that's it. It was a part. It was like, oh, by the way, this part of the country happened and to happen. Martin King got shot. Yeah. Martin King got shot because he, he started too much tried, shit. Like, yeah. yeah, he was. No, yeah. the shocker. That's what. That's what they think. I don't know. I know Trey saw it. The shocker was my parents used to always tell me about. We call them free towns, and free towns. You know, mom and them came from Vados to where the slaves and all that. So I'm going, okay, ha ha ha. There were black towns, ha ha ha. I saw Rosewood. Oh. Nigga. I saw Rosewood. Everything mama was schooling me, Rosewood was real. Mm. Right here in Florida. Wiped <laughs> them out. Yeah. Then I started digging into, it called, the correct name is Freedmen Towns. Mm. And those were black sounds. Oklahoma, the ones in, a ton of them in Texas, like 300 and something, Arizona. Florida has some too. Most of ours, they're all gone. The uh, Fort Mosa, uh, Eatonville was near us. We went to Eatonville. Mm. And, uh, Daddy would drive us around or whatever, but I didn't really understand it. Mm. As I got older, the power of these little black sell- settlements where they came and made towns. I think what's inspirational about that is all the shit we going through and the only full black towns that have survived that if any of us ignorantly will describe if we throw it out there is Atlanta. Mm. And that's the city that just have a lot of black people. Atlanta? Georgia? There yeah. you go. Oh, you tell, oh, I know that for the down low. I don't know that about black people. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> when you go, man, what's black city? We'll talk about hoods. We'll talk about hoods. But when you go, no, a black town, a freedman black town, that's where the black government. I don't think you know, Atlanta's free. Black bank. Uh, no, that's what I said. All of them mostly are gone. And that's where our conversations need to be. We always talk about, like she said, the martyrs, the death, and all of that. I was talking to Trey earlier, and I said, we need to dig into these were freed slaves who organized and made their own towns. Mm-hmm. Yet we have 10 to 100 times more, and we wouldn't even dare. No. All the shit we talk, we would not dare to try to create a free man's town right now. They did it on 200 acres right here in Florida. Because we're not slaves, quote unquote, anymore in the traditional sense. But we basically are, because look at the hell raising. I told you, we've been trying the same techniques since dog of the 50s. Why don't we bend it around? Once again, why don't we organize? Pull that money. They did it on 200 acres here in Florida. Mm. Created black town, black school, black government, and all of that. I'm not saying we need to do it. And I don't even think we need to call it a black town. Free men town is good enough because I do invite the other races. There's a strength with diversity. What I meant is the foundation still needs a black or and or diverse foundation. Gotcha. I'm going to call my town. Sure. Oh <laughs> it just happened to be by the beach. <laughs> yeah, I'm going, I'm going to town to Sheriff for vacation. <laughs> they got a nice spot out there. Yeah, it's right. just something intriguing to think about. Yeah. We we always keep going over the same things, and we we keep drifting into group think. And group think is where they want us at. Where like we're talking about the banks, throw money in the banks, throw this. When all of us got the same sickness, the mm. corona that's going around, we all got the same sickness of capitalism. We are going to become corrupt when money is on the table. Yeah, but look at what's happening in our own city. I mean, our own city going back to. When when you know you came to to South Florida, we used to go gentrified on that other side of Atlantic. We'll get to that later. Oh, you want me to? I'll hold off on no, it. No, you know, go dig into it. Go into go. That's the segue into that's, it. Okay, that's the point. so yeah, on the other side of Atlantic, 
We used to call it the dark side. Yup. The dark side. That's what we call it because the dark side. It wasn't because of the black people, nigga. It was dark over there. It had no fucking street lights. <laughs> it was always dark. When I came down oh, here, they call is. it the dark yes, side. Yes, exactly. That's the whole actually. point. It was dark as shit. Yeah. So you never went over there. Yeah. And then people were just, oh, it's the dark side because black people live there. No. But it's no, it's just dark as hell. Mm. We used to go to the, the mall over, it's not even a mall, it's a plaza, right where GameStop was. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. um back then. That plaza was dark. Yeah. It was dead. The parking lot was yeah. dark. You looked like you were going to get robbed. Yep. They had no lights in the parking lot, nothing. Yeah. And we just, let's go to the dark side. Let's just drive around. Yep. And we used to drive down Atlantic. I felt more at home in the hood. And I can tell you, mm. I got a, my, I got a boot camp. Let me see, January, February. It was March 1990. Mm. Before I, like when I say step foot, my physical body touching the concrete on the east side, 95. <laughs> 1990? So when did you get here? Oh, I got here in 83. But I'm oh, just saying, dang. like, stepping, like, I used to run to the beach and yeah, back. Yeah. Like, I was like, damn, this is what it looked like over here. <laughs> you know, yeah, out of a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we just never went on that side. Mm-hmm. The police was on every corner. Of course. Mm-hmm. They made it look like it was the most dangerous place in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm, I have friends who live over there. I'm like, Delray ain't that dangerous, nigga. Yeah. Like, it's not it, like. It's it, not really it's the hood. It's not really the hood. No. And the, the sad part is people in Delray back in when we had, um, oh my God, it was, it was over right there. Uh, um, what's it called? Carver States. Mm-hmm. When we had Carver Estates, Carver Estates was the hood. Mm. They had the most shooting, the most deaths, the most this, most that. And I'm like, nigga, y'all living like kings and queens. In yeah, this for city. real. Y'all need to go to Jamaica and live in a zinc house <laughs> talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you over here being gangsters for no, no. reason. Yeah. I mean, no, you're not. You know, so... I don't know. I just feel like they completely took that area. Mm. And it's kind of like when they say gentrified, this is what it means to me. Go ahead. A white person walk in, they have money, mm. and they go, you know what? There's some quality damn land right here. And these motherfuckers ain't doing shit with it. Mm. I'm going to come in. I'm going to throw a bank right there. I'm going to throw a cafe over there. I'm going to throw a Starbucks right there. I'm going to bring in like a smoothie and juice bar. Mm. And I'm going to throw a club over there. And it's going to start out of, you know, mixed club. But eventually I'm going to pump up the rates and the prices. I'm going to have a gas station. It'll start out fair. But the price is going to go up so much, they won't want to buy from there. And eventually, they'll just move away. That's mm. what gentrification is. That's exactly what gentrification is. And that's exactly what they did in Delray. Yeah. yeah. It's changing and the it, culture it, it, of an it area. Literally, culture. black people, I, when I say I saw this, you ever seen the movies where they show time, just like go real yep. fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sat here and watched. Like yeah. a time lapse. Like a time lapse. Dude, yeah. downtown black people yeah. slowly just uh, moving, moving, moving. Yeah. Now, all the way to Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Boston's on the beach. Yeah. That place was dead. Yeah, it was Booming. Dead now. Okay, now? Booming. Shit. Booming. What? Let me put it like this here. I used to come visit, and Shell would take me over to the beach. You used to talk in the Ample, oh, ample parking spaces. Dude, mm-hmm. nobody. We could park anywhere. We set up on the lifeguard thing empty. Nobody mm-hmm. was on it the was, beach. It was just dead over there. Mm-hmm. Now, phew, gentrified. 
the train can't even got they, look gentrified. So, it's so gentrified the train gotta slow down yeah. <laughs> that's how you know it's you're just... making too much noise for my tea exactly <laughs> I already told y'all they tried to buy my house twice yeah. they're trying to buy that entire street yeah they are I feel like my neighborhood's the only black neighborhood that's left it's, it's, gonna, it's gonna get bought yeah it's gonna, it's gonna get soon. bought eventually like to the I'm on the east so to the like across the street is like luxury apartments. Oh yes, then I know. My I've house. seen it. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that. I've then drove, my I've, neighborhood. That's my shortcut from Atlanta. Like if I don't want to go down Atlantic Avenue mm. between Swinton and um, Federal, yeah, that is the slowest damn drive that's in history. Side, yeah. So I literally find every side road to go down. Yeah, and I'm driving through that neighborhood. I'm like, damn, those motherfuckers are moving. Everywhere. 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 Federal Highway is yeah. now a residential area. It is. Yeah. You know what tripped me out? I don't get when, it. When all this started, they're like, you know, we're going to have all this land here and stuff like that. Uh, put those diggers over there by the water. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Put, mm. put those diggers over there by the beach. They'll be mm. over there with the crabs. They don't give a now shit. Now all of a sudden, they're like, that land is worth something. Yeah. <laughs> we can <laughs> yep. make that Million better. Million dollar houses now. Yeah. Yep. We can make that better. <laughs> yeah. It's, yep. it's that one community in Boca that's holding out. Mm. Pearl City. Pearl City holding out like a month. There's pressure one, on them. One, one, one block. One block. Yeah, one block. It's literally a out. one block ghetto. That's crazy. When you say black people in Boca, that's you know what it. they did right? One block. They did it as historic area. Yeah. Oh, and that, that and you is, can't destroy that. Right. Right. Smart. I wish they would have did it down here. Yeah. I think every town needs to have a historic area for black. Technically, in Delray, what they did with all the historic buildings, like the Spade Museum, was yes, sell them out. Mm-hmm. You kidding? And now they're either restaurants oh my God. or law firms mm-hmm. or architecture firms mm-hmm. or dentists or but all these old ass buildings in Delray that you're like oh Gone. man we should keep that house because it's been here since the 20s or we should keep that place because it's been here since the 20s all of them have been bought by rich these, these, investors. yeah investors and yeah, so yeah. they're still and that's what know, Delray does that's they, what they, they do. love foreign investors and, and giving people Positions, yeah, they love that aren't shit. from the city. They love that shit, dude. They love tourists. They give it to them, yeah. And you got people living here with money mm-hmm. that can't get shit, yeah, can't get nothing, and got money. Yeah, that's it's crazy. That, that's you don't know how I know. Like we really got gentrified. They put a Fairfield in the middle of the hood. What? I saw that. That was you wild. Oh, that was wild. I saw that. I was in the middle of the hood. When yes. I saw the when no I sense. saw the construction, I'm like. How's that going to work? work? Exactly. No idea how that fucking I, works. I, I can't. To this like day, taking their holes I down, drive what? by there and I'm just like, how does this work? It doesn't I don't belong. Know. Dude, how's the tennis center? It doesn't belong. Yes. The ten- yeah. Dude. Tennis center down the there. tennis center is like I don't know how to explain it. It's like no, having... It's, it's, actually, it's, it's, it's like actually having, world famous, by the way. It's a world famous tennis world center. Famous, yeah. It's like having the NASCAR track oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the middle of our oh, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, like, true. what the... How, where? No, yeah. when Trey told me he was going to a club down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a Brief, club down there. Brief, I was yeah. like, are you serious? Yeah, there's, a club. there's another one, like, further down. I was like, are you yeah. freaking serious? They're trying to make this shit like Clematis. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. when... Back, back in the day, our club was Paradise. Oh yeah, yeah. Paradise. Was it over there still? No. Where Par- was it? Paradise got moved like three times. Yeah. <laughs> Where was, was it before? You know the building downtown that's red and white with the str- I don't know what the stripes. It's, it's like a bar the, actually. It's a bar, it's but like a, you can't actually tell unless you open the door. But it's, it's straight like up a bar. A, Where? 
It's not like, Atlantic Avenue. It's you just Atlantic Avenue. It's a red building with white white stripes. Is that the one that's right after Checkers? Yeah, yeah. it's like diagonal yeah. stripes. Yeah, that's super small one. Yeah, oh, it's a bar, bro. that was paradise. Yeah, yeah, that was paradise. One exit. Mm-hmm. And every week somebody got it was a shootout. That's oh. ours. Was. Every, yeah. week, every week, yeah, every week, every week, everyone shoot it. Dude, you got one Stab door, one around. door in, yeah. one door out. I'm not yeah. going there. I never so been there. unsafe. Yes. Yeah. And I know, yes. I know it's full of white people now. Just like I, well, yeah. funny story. What? Yeah, funny yes. story, right? So me and my friends one night we were looking for a bar, and I heard about this hideaway bar. I was like in the cut. That's why it's called hideaway. So it's like you have to go through that, this little alley. It's nothing, it's nothing shady, but you just have to go through that, this little alley and like make a right. And then like there's an entrance for the bar, right? Mm. So, it's, so let, let me paint the picture for you. It's two black dudes. Mm. Um, who, was that? who was it with us? Hold on, hold on. It's two black dudes, one Mexican, and who was with Tosh? And one black girl. We walk into this bar and... Nothing but remember when I told you when I went to that church in Fort Myers, it was just me and a sea of white people. Yeah, it was us and a sea of white people, like and they were karaokeing R. Kelly. Mm. We what? walked, bro. We walked in there, walked around. I went to the bathroom. I looked over. I'm like, yo, let's go outside. We went what outside. The hell, dip the fuck right out. That reminds me of what I wanted to ask you too. I'm glad. What, you said what that. do you it do did, in something like that? We that's did. Crazy. What you mean? What do you do? I left. Like said, I left. Mm. I left. It was so uncomfortable. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes. You said. I'm like, I do I not leave. feel safe in here. It'd be like that, that. goes to my question. It's a question. My question is, do you feel safe? Exactly. They don't <laughs> believe we question. feel. Literally. They don't believe my we question, feel threatened. Yeah, my question, and I was talking about this with someone, and I'm not gonna say the name because they might be listening. But they were asking me why. Why do I think um, white people don't feel safe with black people? We don't feel safe. And I said, "What makes you think I feel safe with you?" I do not. I said, "You do know per person, y'all kill more than we do." I was because serial killers. Bro. They kill in quantity. Yeah. Okay. They don't, they That's don't, what I call cereal. They don't go yeah. for like When I'm in an elevator, <laughs> that is my question: Is when you're in an elevator with number white people. Do you get uncomfortable? Yes, 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 yes. I told you I was at a black. Tr- I was in a church, not black. I was in a church, yeah. and those white people. I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> a church yeah, where you feel the most comfortable. Because I didn't need feel someone to sacrifice. Just, what else? <laughs> Trey and I were we're at Wingstop. And we saw the white dude sit in the corner. No, that would be you. Was that you? Yeah. Oh, we do. Y'all motherfuckers look like. Anyway. He, was, he was literally just Press. sitting there. I promise you. Medicine. Serial killer. Not ordering. We were, no. Sitting there. We, Edward and I literally like, we need to hurry the fuck we up and get out of here. We got to get out of here. <laughs> we yeah. got to go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, he's going to kill this everyone. This about to be a mass shooting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I swear to God. I was like. He was just sitting there. Press. No order, no nothing. Press. I promise you, if that dude got up too sudden. My gun offset. I was in red mode. Okay? Yeah, I was yeah, ready, yeah, ready, yeah, ready, ready to kill dude, that motherfucker. I kid you not. If you want to see his dude, when they look at you and they got their their blue is so Bruh. fucking blue that Press. the pupils are Bruh. piercing through your soul. Press. We call it serial killer blue eyes. He Edward got serial killer felt, blue eyes. I was we were lit that our whole conversation was let's move close to the door. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel safe. Yeah. One dude, one person can take out everybody in this bitch. Yeah. 
with a pocket knife. <laughs> like, Straight pocket knife. It'd be the most gory like, scene you ever seen. Officer, I felt threatened. <laughs> like he I'm, was looking at me too hard. Uh, well, you know what's actually funny is I firmly believe that black people have a 10% success rate of every actually using the fear for your life defense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I feel like you will never he actually do it. It'll never work. It'll simply never, never work. work for us. It and shot a gun. You said you had a gun? Take him down! Get on yeah. out! Like, the only way like, that's, that's going to work is if a police officer They have to be there. See it happen. And you say, like, hey, no, save he's me, He's in fear of his life. Yes. And I go, are you in fear of your life? I'm in fear of my life. Can I help you? Yes, confirmed. Excellent. I will now assist you, police now officer. Now we have, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. No. I'm that's just, stupid. I, I, that, that'll never work. That's the only option you got, yeah. man. Like, you can't yeah. take the chance. Like, let's yeah. be real, man. You cannot take that chance. As a black person, if there is a shooting going on, you cannot pull out a gun and claim self-defense and hope that when the police officer arrives, they will go, are you the one who needed help? Yes. Nah. Fam, you're getting shot. Yeah. If you hear cops coming, oh, no. put the gun I, I down. Was, yeah. Just stop the shootout and just lay down and hope that when the cops arrive, it gets better. Nah. <laughs> like, if, that's what sucks. Look, if, I, if I'm in a shootout <laughs> where I fear for my life, I'm going out. Like, I'm just going out. Blaze I'm, going out. I'm just going out. Blaze of glory. Blaze of glory. Just gotta let it go. I just gotta, I just gotta yeah. go out. Because I know they're coming clip. for me. All right, right, go. All right. It's already too loud, and I already gotta turn this down in post. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I've realized that. Quick question Can black people gentrify a neighborhood? So yes. possible. Listen, yes. I will tell you that yes, yes technically it is possible. And the, and the definition of the and word by the is def, possible. By the definition of gentrification, yes, it is possible. However, the issue is in our country, because we are not anywhere near a majority of the people, it's less gentrification and it's more of us just moving. Like mm-hmm. it's literally not even gentrifying. Uh. It's not gentrifying. It's literally us moving across the country mm-hmm. you know until it's we are trying to create our own black community specifically okay we don't have the same ability as what happened in delray down downtown delray we don't have that ability we can't fly into a new state naturally there's dozens of us that have six seven digit um uh, values like we don't have that yeah, we can't have the we can't find a nice location and then get 12 other afflu- affluent black people and say, yo, let's uh, build some, get some companies here. Yeah, we don't have that. And then you don't have <laughs> the, the luxury problem. of moving to a city and the city go, and the you city have likes money? You. Mm. Oh, come on in. Yeah, yeah. Come no, on in, no, my no, brother. You know? let, let me challenge it uh, from a different point of view. Gentrification is not only, you know, uh, the economic movement uh, going from poor to middle class, but it can also mean the changing of the character or culture of a neighborhood. Mm. If you have a neighborhood that is drug infested and the elders get together and launch a full campaign to win the, the park back, get the drug dealers out, work with law enforcement, inform on them, even though at the cost of their life, but you take one, we're all coming at you kind of thing. No. That is a level of changing the character of a community. Mm-hmm. Now, true gentrification is the thing where we drop the ball. It involves ownership. Ownership. So with that gentrification, the true gentrification, that's where if you go down to that community, we usually renting, we're still in a mortgage and don't own it, but all we're doing is changing the character of the neighborhood. Ownership is the level of gentrification that we need, and yes, we can do it, but we got to start from bottom up. Okay. Yes, we can do it. The character and ownership, that social stratification. 
Y'all hear that, my brothers and sisters? Get the money up. Let's gentrify these motherfuckers. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of it, there have been active pushback of course there is. on minorities, especially blacks. Yeah, yeah. Now, Asians have done it. Jews have done it. So all of them or whatever, when it comes to blacks. So Jews are white. They'll be, well, yeah, but they're claiming their ethnic background yeah. is a separation from they can do Caucasian. That. They can do that. Yeah, we, we, we can't do we that. Don't. Yeah. Black is black. So, that. But that's why I said they've been literally conscious pushback on the stopping of blacks from gentrifying. Like how many black gated neighborhoods can we name? Mm. Notice I said we name. Doesn't mm. mean they don't exist. But for us to all come together, pay all the uh, central costs to get a gated community that's all black, they just find their own areas. Yeah. So can we do it? The answer is yes. But it's ownership that they keep us from. Going back to my older stuff, Netflix, all of you guys, if you're out there, we don't need you to just throw money this way. Start at the bottom of that doggone pyramid and help us get up. Mm. It won't hurt America if there was one black, strong, middle class area in every city, every mm. town. They act like if there was one in every town, America would collapse. Like, look, look, let me just say there's literally places called Chinatown. Okay. Yes, Koreatown. Yes, Koreatown. Little China, Little Hate, like known as prime with these things because they know that a culture is trying to exist thus their people happen to exist in a specific area. Thus, they can then spread from that area. But the thing is, because, like, in America, I'm not going to say we're falsely called Americans, but, like, bro, we're obviously black, you know? So, like, we we aren't Mm -hmm. the same as the people who are the majority of the people in America who are treated a certain way. And because of that, it isn't weird if we say, oh, look, there's a... I don't know, a black town. That's not weird to say. It's the same as saying there's a Chinatown. Right. There's a Chinatown because they need a place to know that, like, that's where to they happen to culture, be. Literally to honor their background. Exactly. And it's where they were. It's where they were living. Mm-hmm. And as time progressed, a name happened. But, like, it's because America is America, we've, like, brainwashed our black people into thinking it's weird to have a black town or a town where you black people are. Right? And instead, we call, we call well, no, it a free men that, town. I know, Dad, I know that's great. That, that's, that's fantastic that we had it, and no one in the last 50 years knows that that happened. That's my point. Like, yes, our parents know. The kids don't, and they make sure that our kids don't. That's my point. Correct. They're, they're not saying... Oh, so Freetown. No, they're going, well, it's of course racist to just say it's a black town as if there's not Chinatown, as if y'all don't already just call those hoods. Like that's what black towns are. They're hoods because that's where they forced black towns to be because they destroyed all the good naturally created black towns. And so they only left the forced black towns and then they called them hoods. And so we're screwed and have that brainwash mentality that, yeah, black people are the hoods of America. And because we believe we're the hoods, that also just continue to perpetuate that we can't get out of the hood. Following up on that, uh, um, going back to an agreement, just relax your mind and go, how usual or unusual is it to see a young white couple trying to experience Chinatown? How safe do they feel walking through, getting something, food at a restaurant, walking out and just seeing the sights. Now ask if they'll do that in any, any black town. Uh, no, because it's called a hood. It's called a hood. Yeah. Thank you. You see what I mean? Exactly. So feeding on what he's saying, exactly. our, our stigma, yeah. our stigma, remember, 
We're not controlling this. No, we can't. Nope. We can't wait about that. Stigma keeps them out where they're absolutely fearing us. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it also helps feed the fear that we have um, amongst ourselves too. Of course, I think yes. they, I think black people who they call thugs and criminals and all those shit. Not like thugs and criminals, like they rob us and steal. I'm talking about when black people commit crimes against other black people. Mm-hmm. Some of the times I feel it's because of how they see us being treated in the news or how they of see course, us being treated by other races. So they don't have the level of respect for our lives that they should. Because we don't. They feel like if they don't have it, why should I have it? Yep. Right. You know, they treat us like shit. Why yep. can't well, I'm shit? You shit. Yeah. You know, that's how they look at each other. Notice that, that white guy that they're showing all those things who came outside his house with an assault rifle yep. and his wife. And oh, they're man. walking yeah, past. Dude, they're Black doing all people that. Not and now that he's, a, he's a white he's hero. He's literally a hero. Tweeted all over. Yep. They love him and all this other bullshit. And I said, like I said, take it over to the suburbs and see what happens. Thank you. Now the crackdown is out the roof. Mm. Those niggas took it to the suburbs. Yep. And now he's a white hero with an assault rifle. You let a black man come in his front yard with an assault rifle and white folks out there walking now, past. What would have happened? I can't even have that now, conversation. What would have happened if the Native Americans who were who were um oh my God, protesting the freaking the pipeline? If oh they, came out they, with if they rifles, went out there with assault rifles, Jesus Christ! Can you? D- I that's imagine. not even a conversation. They literally would have yeah. been. Fought, oh my God! They would all they would have been killed. They now. look so unnatural with those. With the assault rifle and the gun, it lady held the gun in her hand. And hand she her she don't got gun training. Yeah. You saw her. That was no disgusting. Training. You that was saw disgusting. how she flipped it past her husband. He's holding the rifle, pointing yeah. at her. Man, yeah. Yeah. neither of these people know what they're doing. They have no idea what they're they doing. They bought it because they could buy it, and yeah. then they have no idea what they have to do with these rifles. Weekend man. commandos, I'm telling you. Yeah. And I guarantee if you would have accidentally shot one of them, you would have got off. Oh, mm. of course. Got that, off. Of course would have got off. Because for he said on TV, no, 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 no. it was a fear Trump of my life. No, Trump would have pardoned him. He would have gotten a parade. He would have pardoned him and gave him a parade and gave him a medal for defending against terrorism. That's literally what would have happened. So, I guarantee it. Like just, I said, to make a long story short, all of this is just part of the it's game. It's already been long. Yeah, it's already just, mm-hmm. all of it's just part of the game. Yeah. It's, it's Now we know we're in this game, it's how you're going to play it. That's how you gonna play it. All right, let's end this. Let's end this. I feel you, bro. I mean, like, this is probably one of our. Um, oh man, that was the wrong sound. I think my hand hit the wrong sound. Juicy. This is um. This was one of our more angrier podcasts. I realized that. Yeah, we were loud the whole time. Sorry, yeah, y'all. Real angry today. I'm sorry, y'all. Shell probably sleep deprived. I ain't sorry. <laughs> we had to wake her up. <laughs> Ed been feeding, itching at the, <laughs> itching at the crap, scratching at the door <laughs> to yell at motherfuckers. <laughs> Real quick, you guys waiting for any movies or games coming out? Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, we got that for me. Yeah. Ghost of Tsushima for me. I want, um, I'm waiting for Elder Scrolls, bro. I love Elder Scrolls and the world of it. And no, mm-hmm. the game ain't coming out for like another two years, bro. But, oh, wait, wait, sorry. Wait. Like you said, Ghost of Tsushima, bro. That's what I'm really hyped for. Stupid. PS5, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, bro. Um, also, I'm waiting for Tenet to come out. Oh, oh, oh. Don't do it. It's going to oh. be 10 bro. It's Christopher don't Nolan. Do it. And well, I just, love that. Just hit me with a general plot. We don't know. It's, it's, it's looking hot. It's Christopher Nolan, man. It's, it's Inception. It's, it's, looking, it's hot. It's what, hot. What is the plot? It's Inception 2. The plot is essentially. He can see things before they happen, after they happen. So if you, so if uh, he walks into some, he walks into a place, he'll know that someone's gonna come shoot it up. Or he's gonna tell you, oh, there's a bullet hole here, here, here. 
something happened. This glass is broken. And you whole like, house crashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like, oh, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> but then it'll happen. He'll intercept. It's Chris Nolan, bro. You know, what's Nolan. the word? What's the word? What's the date? Uh, well, it's I in July. Remember, it's yeah. in July. I think it's like July 16th or something. Oh, my God. oh man, how are we going to see it? I don't know. On demand. I'm going to find a way. Well, we're going to find it, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> I've been itching to fucking Dude, watch it's going to be so good, man. I mean, it's hard. let me pull it up for you real quick. It looked beautiful. There's a scene where he's like, they're like driving on the uh, the freeway, but then a car like reverse crashes while they're watching it happen. I don't even. Is he the only one that can see it or the weekend? I, I have no idea. It looks oh, like it's snap. just him. The release what? date is August 12th. It looks like it's just I do not know. August 9th. Bless. There you go. No, we doing dog two hundred million dollar budget. Oh, this is gonna be what? good. This is gonna be good. Oh, it's Christopher Nolan. That's he what, again, it's Chris Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. Yeah, he can ask for that man. It's two hundred to two twenty five million. And they're like, <laughs> okay, it's gonna be good. Like he's, he's going to make the money back. Is all I'm saying. Like it's Chris Nolan. Yeah. Like it's not like his resume ain't ten ten yes. the whole way through. Yeah, that's hot. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'm gonna cut it down so it's not that angry. Even though it was kind of angry today. Sorry. <laughs> um, keep listen. Just keep advocating for Black Lives. Um, to all of our politicians and the enforcement, all like in all of America, arrest the motherfuckers who killed Breonna Taylor, please, please, and thank you. That's all. Thanks, buddy. Oh, yes. That 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 was a gracias. Okay. I mean, that's all we want. Just arrest the motherfuckers. Straight up, it's, it's, it's stupid that's going on yeah. still. Y'all still chilling on this, and we're, we're not forgetting. All right. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a lot about nothing. Peace.